from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, we're getting together to talk about WarioWare, get it together. And also, I got Cruise and Blast. The hype is winning, and I'm nesting for a future PS5. No internet had me going wild. John's gone wild by the tapes. He's like Lord of the Flies at John's mm. new place. <laughs> Welcome to the Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 288. Your place for Nintendo fans talking about Nintendo games that have been released. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey. Nine Volt is the worst Volt Johnson. I'm Jeremy. New Transformers Game Watch XL. Mikowski. John Situated Knitter. Yeah, John is back this week. Uh, we replaced you with another John last week. Hopefully you listened to it. I thought it was pretty cool. That's the only way to go. Yeah, I did listen to it. Yeah, we we uh, completely didn't do, didn't talk about the news whatsoever and just talked about games for like two and a half hours as we normally yeah, do. Great. But but yeah, no, it's uh, we had our we had our friend uh, John Wedgeworth on there to to replace you. So there's just so much to catch up with him about. He's always great to talk to, and he has like everything. So I mean, we could. I, I didn't realize that he had bought and pre-sailed like every system there is known to man. So and he also he has everything, and he work. also and he also owns all of them too. Because we had a we had a we had the super secret didn't even record it part where he showed us his uh, console collection, and he's got fucking everything, even an Ouya. I've never seen an Ouya, but he yeah, has he one. Has an Ouya, he has a CDI <laughs> Jaguar. Yeah, he had like all these fucking old like didn't even have like. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was. He went pretty far back. Like even he like had a some PC of the old, engine, I think. Even some of the old Ataris and stuff, like mm-hmm. the ones that not people don't have, like the newer ones or whatever. So yeah, he showed us his collection, and it's uh, yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. It's a hell of a collection. That was a secret thing that's not available on anything. So I don't know why I'm even talking about that. Super secret. <laughs> but let's start off the show as we normally do and talk about things we got and things that we've been playing. So of course we're going to start because this this episode is kind of is pretty much focused on WarioWare. I guess we'll start with WarioWare. I think all of us got it except for John, probably. I didn't know. But Jeremy and I got it, so we'll talk about it. I mean, you have the demo, so you kind of know about it, True. but it's uh yeah, um what do you think, Jeremy? It's fine. Mm-hmm. That's probably my that's my if I were writing a review of it, it would just say <laughs> give it a 7, fine. a 6.5 or something. Mm-hmm. You uh, you didn't seem that hot on the demo when uh, when when you when we when we were playing that and talking about it and I'm surprised you went for the game still but I you uh, know what? it's WarioWare I had to yeah, yeah. it's a uh, I'm kind of I don't know I'm at I don't know I guess <laughs> I have I have fun with it yeah. but also uh, it was like such a short experience you know do you think that it was not worth fifty dollars should it have been like a thirty dollar game <laughs> no I stop using that sort of I don't think that it's stuff not more it. yeah. I think it's worth it probably because there's still a possibility they're going to add more to it. And it does have a, 
you can you can play it every day if you want. Yeah, it, I the, mean it's the leaderboards and stuff. There are there is like an honor an, an internet and there is like an internet mode of sorts on there which changes every week and I think that's cool that it changes every week or at I least it too. changed in the first week that it came out. So I mean that's neat, you know, uh it it started off they basically like I said before, Ninevolt is the worst Volt, who is my absolute least favorite character in this game, which sucks because I always loved Ninevolt. Ninevolt used yeah. to be my favorite. You have like he's theme. he's the Nintendo guy. Like Ninevolt always has a Nintendo yeah. themed stuff. He's but I, uh, you're thinking eighteen volt, John. Ninevolt's the one that just he just goes bounces back and forth and yeah, John, straight up. He sucks. He's the worst. Yeah. I mean, I he's my I think least five favorite. Volt's worse than him, but that's just how I feel. Oh, I like her better because at least you can point where she's going. I mean, you you I played so. you played the internet mode with Ninevolt where it's. So like basically the the leaderboards it's called the Wario Cup is what it's called and uh, you basically they'll throw you a certain type of game like this one is a uh, you you're only nine volt and you play through like what thirty five levels thirty four mm-hmm. levels something like that and uh, it's also with the speed cranked as high as it goes and nine volt just goes back and forth you can't control him at all he's on he's on a skateboard he just goes he mm-hmm. just goes back and forth and yeah you hit the A button to shoot the yo yo up. So it's really hard. Like it's the That's games are really really mini, hard. Many games are impossible with nine volt, especially at that speed. But obviously they're not. But they're yeah. just level. They're levels that weren't made for nine volt. Like obviously, well, there's like that's yeah, part of the chaos of the game. But well, well, like for example, one of the levels that is from the nine volt group is uh, you playing Super Mario Land on Game Boy on the regular Game Boy, and you have to you have to hit one block in the middle of the of the middle of the screen. And you're going back and forth super duper fast. And you only have maybe two chances to get it because it'll yeah. stop when you try to come around for a third one. So right. if you don't say, so, and I did actually get it a couple of times, but it's just, yeah, it was just fast See, and annoying. And, and I was like, this isn't fun. <laughs> that's what I thought about playing the nine volt thing. I was like, this is not fun at all. There's one that there's one a with a money bag and the money bag is the one that I could never, I literally never beat it with nine the money bag. Like, I played that mode probably like, 30 I times i don't remember the money bag one. oh, oh, just, you, oh like, you're talking about with the with the with the piggybacks in the background yeah. the pigs mm-hmm. yeah it's like a bag of coins and you hit it you have to hit it a certain amount of time as then all the coins rain rain down and if you and, miss it on that first pass it's the same way like there's no way you can get it yeah you have to hit there's it no every time it yeah there's the no there's no forgiveness in there and that's a, and that's a lot of this is but i, I, I thought guess this, what's kind of cool about that is that it lets you play through all 35 like you don't fail out of it so that's kind of cool at least yeah, you 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 have to go all the way through, and that I was just doing terrible and terrible and terrible, and I did finally get enough points to get a bronze medal Same. for it. So, but it was like, yeah, and and I also I made the mistake of because I'm like, oh, I'm excited about WarioWare, you know, I'm really into WarioWare, so I started playing WarioWare Gold again on 3DS, and honestly, kind of oh, it kind of ruined Get It Together for me because yeah. I'm like these games, I was like these games are so much fun. Because WarioWare Gold is probably the best WarioWare game there is because it has all of the WarioWare games on it on 3DS. It has uh, all of the touch stuff, all of the regular Game Boy Advance ones. It has the uh, motion-controlled stuff from from uh, from uh, Twisted on there, and it has new games also. It's like the you know it's like the same as the Rhythm Heaven game on there. It's basically they put everything on there and they it's added like a more stuff to WarioWare game. Yeah, so it, and it's like better versions of like the ones that you saw on the other versions also. So it's like. It's just great, like, and it's so much fun to play. And then I realized that I don't think the I don't like I don't know I don't think the games are as fun on this one as the other ones. They're not. But then again, I've also like spent a lot of time playing it, so I don't know. I mean, I, I still 
even though I think I spent a lot more time playing the $40 game than I got this week that I'll talk about later. Another major gripe of WarioWare for me, and this sucks because uh, you can't play any of the two-player games by yourself. What the fuck is up with that? You can't even play with bots? Like, that's so dumb. Like, you have to, in order for you to play a two-player game, you have to, like, sync another controller and play with yourself like that because i which i i didn't even try that i was gonna say did you try playing with sean or anything like that or did, did you no. did you try to lay that on her i didn't just never got around to i didn't even think because i thought about asking jess if you wanted to play but i'm like i don't even know if i like this game it's like i don't know if i want to push it on her. <laughs> but uh but i don't even know what the two-player games are like because i can't play them like that's that's just a really weird thing that you can't even play it like with bots like what is the problem with that I agree. like why can you not even play it it's a two-player game why can't you just play against the computer there's a few. It's like a really can. weird after, like a really weird like choice there. That that seems like a missed opportunity. Yeah, there's a few you can, but it's like maybe a third of them that you could play one player. But most of them are. Two, it says two, two to whatever six or whatever two to whatever amount of players. Yeah, I'd love to try them out. I mean, maybe like because I saw one of the two player modes was uh, just playing micro games and like trying to last longer than the other person. That could be really fun. That would be actually a really awesome online mode, but. Obviously, we're not getting any two-player online shit, which sucks. Yeah, unless um, they add it later, like they did with the uh, Mario Party. Yeah, it's really it's really weird that it's not in there right off the bat. Like I know uh, their excuse that they always had for that stuff was like, "No, you have to be in the same room and look at your friend's face, whatever, when they do the thing that they do." And it's like, pandemic, dude. Like nobody's nobody's yeah. in anybody's living room anymore. Like just put a fucking yeah. online mode on there. Like twenty twenty one, dude. You know, yeah, let it's alone like pandemic. A, 2021 like yeah every game should be online it's a multiplayer game it should be online to some degree i agree so one one thing some things that i do actually like about warioware is uh i do like all the achievements and stuff that are in there which are actually in warioware gold as well so they kind of like rolled that over from warioware gold if you play both of them they're actually very similar like they have the way the the way they do the breaks and how you collect the Mm -hmm. money in between and all that that's from warioware gold and also all of the achievements and stuff is also already in WarioWare Gold, so that's not a new thing. But this one, you can do achievements and you can earn money to buy presents, which you can give to people. And that will, and certain ones that people like more will like upgrade their status. So there's also achievements for making your characters at the head honcho level. So they'll like upgrade. And what I and I didn't realize this until later, but the higher that your characters are upgraded, are actually more points that you get in the online mode. So if you looked at, because the most recent Wario Cup lets you choose whichever character that you want, and you can choose like Mm -hmm. four or five of them. And if you look at the, and it'll show you what their, what their score is, like how much score they get every, every time they beat a level or every time they beat a game. And uh, it's different. And, and all of that is basically from how much items you've given them and how high they've leveled up or whatever. That'll, that'll go up as well. So that's an interesting thing in there. And also, you you unlock different like skins and stuff like that. Like I've turned most of my characters into the zombie versions of themselves because I have that because mm-hmm. I have that skin on there. So you can make them all like the blue uh, Dawn of the Dead zombies, and it's pretty cool. Also, you can do like I made a that you can like take all the color out and make them like a Shadow mm-hmm. Man or whatever. And I did that with Nine Volt, and now I can never find him because I expect him to be the colors that he is, but he isn't because he's all black now. And I'm like, where's Nine Volt? I was like, oh, there he is. I shadowed him out. How do, you, how do you feel about the decision to do all the different characters? Did that work out, or is it kind of a swing and a miss? I mean, it's I mean, it's interesting. It's it's I, I don't know. It makes the it makes the games much different. I guess it it totally changes the whole aspect of it because it's not just yeah. like 
just it, it doesn't you, you don't have the um you know you, you don't have like the reflex like you would on the other one where you just automatically you know that you only have to do a thing mm-hmm. this one you have to figure out a thing but you also have to figure out the thing with whichever character you're using yep. and just for, i mean i i try to do some of the like where you where like where you pick everybody and there's a lot of characters on there like what there's got to mm-hmm. be like at least 15 or something towards the end when you get all because well, you start getting two at a time and in some cases as well sure i mean yeah like Cat and Anna and Dribble and Spitz. Yeah, but you don't use, but you never use Spitz or Anna unless you're playing two player. Like you can't choose them. Oh, really? Yeah, no, you can't. You can't use them unless you're playing unless you're playing two player and your and your second oh, player. Okay. So the only time I got to play as them was in the interactive credit sequence, which I was so pissed that I lost that I missed one fucking name. I did too. On that. Oh my god, I missed one. Did you miss it? Yeah. Did you miss it with Penny? Because that was the time yep. that I always fucked it up with Penny. It was Penny. Yeah. It was fucking Penny who I hate. Yeah. Uh, Penny is... Uh, actually, I watched... Okay, so... She's supposed to be like a, a cutesy, bumbling version of Professor Egad, kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, she's uh, she's Dr. Cragord's daughter. And, oh, right. That's yeah. why she's reminding me of Egad. Yeah. So she's a... Uh, uh, Penny is... She basically has like a water cannon. Like, yeah. she's like, She has like Flood, pretty much, I guess. Kind of a mixture of like Flood and the, uh, and the vacuum cleaner from Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion. And, uh, you know, wherever you aim with it, it pushes you the other way is basically how it works. And you can kind of float around the screen like that. But what I, what I forget is if you press A, you'll stop. You'll stop moving. Yeah, you so, hover. And that makes it because I watched it because they're actually the, the song, like her theme song is awesome. Like that's probably my favorite new music on there because there's always like one song on there that has lyrics that's really good in every WarioWare game. That's the one for me. And I was watching a video of it in the Japanese with the Japanese language. And they just showed you all this cool stuff that you can do with her because you can kind of break the levels. Like the ones where you're supposed to use water in a certain way, you can just take her and just shoot water or whatever it is. And you don't have to do mm-hmm. what they tell you to do. Like rather than dump the water on something, you would just shoot the water with her at it. Yeah, like the ones that say like water the plant. Like you can like just water the plant with her. You can like fill the deer the deer scare with her. You can like... Or you can like wash the person's hands with her water. You can like put the fire out, like all this, like all these different cool stuff. That it is cool that they work that into the game, where it changes. Kind of makes sense. She was her. the last character. Well, no, not necessarily. There's another one. Well, I guess not. Yeah, that's true. There is one yeah. other one. How do you feel about the mini games? I mean, that's kind of where the game. They're where we're they're shine. not as good. See, I totally, I I think that this game is just kind of disappointing. To be honest, like I was happy to be in the WarioWare universe, you know, like that was, that was nice. Cause I love those games. I mean, they're really a, a happy place for me. And you know, that weird absurd humor is, is here in spades, but the games themselves are just kind of weird. And like, I think they'd be a lot more fun if they were more traditionally controlled, like the old games, like this whole mechanic of adding these characters and having them like doing basically a third person version of WarioWare. It's just not as fun. It seems like from playing the demo, you're a little bit stilted. I'm kind of torn on the idea of the characters because, yeah, you've got interesting control schemes, but WarioWare already had interesting control schemes yeah. per game. Like when you had to you know, brush your teeth or whatever. And, yeah. You know, like each mini game had its own interesting control scheme potentially, but now it seems like they've sort of put those in a constraint of some some sort. That they have to be uh, assigned. Like if it was a toothbrushing game, and you were using eighteen volt, for some reason you'd have to 
you know, aim the, the laser at the hooks or whatever yeah. to brush the teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that just doesn't make sense. I think it's it seems fun. to have hindered their that, creativity a little bit. Like there's certain characters that are just awful. Like they're yeah, well, let's, like, okay. So take eight, 18 volt. I was going to say, let, like, a, let's go through uh, some of our characters okay. that we hate here. Um, I think I already put them. I mean, I think we probably have a lot of the same ones. Like number one, like I said, nine volt is my absolute least favorite. I hate him more than anybody else, but also, like I said, Penny is not great. And uh, Pioro is another one that I kind of hate. I like Pioro. Even though okay. I like Pioro being in there, I just, the, because a lot of times you have to do crazy geometry to like, to, uh, to like bounce the tongue off the walls in oh, certain ways to get things to work. Ring. You're also grabbing wi- rings with him, which yeah. anybody that where you have to grab rings, like automatically loses points for me. Even though I, I like, actually like <clears> using 18 volt because he's actually really fucking easy for a lot of levels. Just well, because you just sit you and shoot, shoot at stuff. That's all you do. <laughs> you yeah. know, you don't have to worry about your character moving around and all that. Even, but I hate the level, like, there's a level where you have to get to the helicopter. And I hate that one with 18 volt. Like, that pisses me oh, off. Oh, because you got to shoot the rings. I don't think I've, well, uh-huh. I mean, I played it in the demo, but I don't think I played it in the regular version, like with 18 volt. But I kind of got to the. Well, I haven't either because yeah. I don't ever choose 18 volt. <laughs> you don't do uh, all, you don't do all of them in there. Just try to throw yourself in there. I've done it a couple of times, but. It's just not as fun. Yeah. I just, I mean, I've just been, uh, I've been doing the achievement stuff and the achievement stuff is fun for me because it's like something I'm like, okay, what do, and I do like, I like the things where it's like, okay, play this game, but do it in a certain way. Like, I like that stuff, uh-huh. you know, cause, cause I did like what I do, like, uh, the one where you defend, where you defend the, uh, flowers and there's the ball that comes mm-hmm. at them. There was a, you had to do it with, uh, you had to do it with dribble and you had to, and you basically had to touch the ball seven times before, before the game is over. So you have to keep it in play. Like you can't automatically knock it out. You have to kind of like bounce it back and forth from one of the walls seven times and then knock it out. And that was kind of fun. That's like, pretty cool. Like I did that. I, I like, I just played it until I did that the right way. Or, uh, there was another one. Like I did, uh, there's the one where you dislodge the food out of Wario's stomach where, uh, you do that with Mona and you don't hit any of the walls. So you have to automatically like start the, start the, um, the boomerang, like right when you get in there, so you don't touch mm-hmm. any of the walls. Like I like stuff like that. Like that was what I was having a lot of fun with. Even though there's one, there's the there's one that I can't figure out. It's the um, it's the money one that we were talking about with the money bag and the and the um, piggy banks and all that. And it says win this game, but don't drop any money. I don't understand how to do that. Like I couldn't figure. Oh, out. I bet you have to. I was like, how do you do that? Just as the timer runs out. So that the money never actually touches the ground. Yeah, but I mean, because you know, sometimes you don't you get a completion. The, but you have to hit the bag like three times, and no matter what, money is going to come out of it. Like, there's that's no true. way for it money to not. That's I don't understand what it means by that. Like, how to do it without dropping money? And I tried doing it different can ways, you, and I just couldn't figure it out. Is it with Mona? It's with anybody. It doesn't matter. I was going to say maybe you can like cut the cut the string at the top or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I do. Fall. I do like the stuff that's um, you know, that has that, that like is interesting with different characters, like uh. Like there's that there's that game where where you have the two like vacuum cleaners coming at you and there's like dust in the air and mm-hmm. if you play that with Orbulon you can just vacuum up the dust and it's over, you know I like that mm-hmm. I like that there is kind of like little secrets about characters in there where it's like well if you play with this one and do this it'll be way easier, you know so, so I, I do I do kind of like that, but it's I don't know I'm kind of I'm kind of in between on it. The thing is that there's so many. There's so many good WarioWare games that this just had like really big shoes to fill. And especially being on the Switch, which is the biggest system right now, you know it's gonna sell like crazy. Like the hype around it was just maybe too much for what it what it supplied. I will say that. Yeah. I mean it it's uh 
I mean, the regular game is over pretty quickly, but all of the games are like that. Like, it's not. Oh, yeah. WarioWare's not about and that. I, it's about, like, I, it's an arcade-style game. It's about, like, you know, getting getting new, uh, you know, get, getting getting a certain amount of stuff. And, and if you try to do, if you try to go through and do the achievements and stuff, I think it's a lot of fun. Like, there is, like, See, that's the thing. I haven't tried doing that yet. Yeah, like, try doing that. I haven't that, tried doing I, that, so I will. Because I guess uh, my problem with a lot of Wario games is, like, once you go through everything, it's like, what do you do now? I like that it has a list of stuff that you can do. So it'll be like, okay, play this level with these certain characters and get to this, get to this amount. And you'll play the same thing many times before you actually get there. And there's a, and some of them are pretty hard. Like one of them's like get to like 46 with, with, uh, with pick four, or like get to 35 with all of them or something like that. And I enjoyed doing stuff like that. And I do understand, I do like getting the weird presents and giving them to people and having them level up and stuff like that. So, I do like that, even though I do really miss the like toys and stuff that you would get in the other games. You know, that was obvious a I miss the toys. missed opportunity where you could get things where you could just work, just have them do stuff. And it's like, why is that not in here? Like they could have had that and the presence. Like, why does it just? I don't they know. could have also had like mini games specific to characters. Like, let's have a shooter with uh, eighteen volt. Yeah, you know, let's have let's have some sort of firefighting game with uh penny with you know penny, like yeah. they could have done something kind of cool oh yeah they do to where you had a yeah they do that in wario wear gold also where there's where there are mm-hmm. mini games specifically there's like pumpkin chaser or something where you're ashley and she's another character mm-hmm. i liked using because she's i like ashley you just fly around and shoot stuff it's pretty, pretty she's great yeah. um i'm looking at the ones you use and that's Honestly, that's the same ones I use, except for I don't like Kragor. I never really could get. Oh, I, I like Kragor. So I, I mean, you just hold A and just swim around. I, I like the idea of swimming through the air. I think that's cool. It's like, I can't remember the guy's name now. He's one of the first ones you unlock. The, Cricket? The one that has. Yeah, Cricket. So I use Cricket instead of Kragor. Otherwise, that's my same. Yeah, list. Cricket's just the. Yeah. I, I just like ones that. I try to get one, pick ones that are kind of similar, like where they all kind of fly. That's why I picked all those yeah. guys, because they all kind of have the same control scheme. So yeah, I, I use uh, Ashley, Wario, Krygor, Orbulon, mm-hmm. Mike. They're all kind of, which is funny because yeah, Orbulon's OP as fuck. Yeah, I mean it's funny because Mike, I always, I kind of always kind of hated Mike because most of his games always involved like yelling at your 3ds or DS or whatever. <laughs> and uh, now it's now I like him because there is no. I didn't realize there, Mike had been around that long. Oh yeah, no Mike. The Mike, Mike was created. That's another thing about this game. There's no new characters. All the characters in here have already been created. Like that's that's kind of yeah. something I found weird too because every WarioWare always brought in, brought a new person to the story. Other than making this uh, one, the one character playable that never was before. Pioro, but there were, I mean you always yeah. get a Pioro game at the end of WarioWare game. So that was kind of expected. I mean spoilers. That's but you another can beat thing. It in like, three like where's hours. the Pioro game? That is the Pioro. Playing as Pioro is the Pioro game. I guess that's so. what it is. You're you're looking forever. You're you're looking everything, you know. So when you fought him as a boss though, that was pretty cool. Like he was pretty twisted as a boss. Like I really liked that. I don't even remember that um, was it at the end. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little spoilery there. Oh, I mean but I already said that Pioro was in there, but I mean it's if you're playing WarioWare at all, you got everything in the first try. So there's a boss level with uh five volt. And this is why I hate her. Because of that boss fight, I was which, stuck which on one? It for so long. Where you have to uh, fill up the juice. Oh yeah, I guess that that would. And the fucking bees are coming after you the whole time. That would be kind and, of like, annoying. You I can't guess. spill too much juice. Did you play? You played it, right? Yeah, of course I did. But well, I mean, I guess you just must have not you, had a hard time with it. You play, I had a hard time. You played with her the first time, right? Whenever you unlock her. 
I guess. Well, I, it's the boss fight for her level. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've played it so many other to. times that I don't remember playing it as her. God, I hate that juice level. <laughs> it's the worst, man. Yeah, the, the boss is the worst. The boss levels aren't great either. It's their. Uh, the thing is, I yeah. also kept dying. Like, oh yeah, the the boss levels. See, that's the thing. The boss levels are kind of boring. Yeah, I think that's one of the like things about this game, like lack of the toys. You know, the the gadgets, whatever you want to call them. Um, I loved. You know, I'm always going to love Twisted for its presentation because you literally unlocked little Game Boy Advance cartridges, you know, that were each of them were individual games. And sure, there's many games in this, but like, I just love the way you unlocked these things like all as like a gotcha kind of way. Well, yeah, I mean, games. it really gave it a, a, an awesome replay value that this doesn't have. And then that wasn't, yeah, th- that goes back to even the very first WarioWare game where you unlocked Dr. Wario. We unlocked Dr. Mario mm-hmm. in the game, but it was Wario. Like that was a really cool surprise. It's like, oh, here's the full game of of Doctor Mario. It's in here, but Wario's on here. Wario so. Wario bike. Oh man! Oh yeah, Twisted the, Wario the bike. Is bike. So cool. Yeah. Well, and also, didn't Twisted have like the all of the levels of Mario One too, where you like where you hold it? Yeah. And it runs. Yeah. And so this game does a similar thing with Nine Volts. So that's another thing. I always every WarioWare game, I you know I I do whatever I can to power through and finish it, and then I uh, then I go back to Nine Volt stage, and I just want to unlock everything. Sure. I want to unlock all the nine volt levels so i do that right away i'm kind of disappointed in the nine volt levels to be honest i think a lot of a lot of when his levels were really cool in these other games where the gimmicks were cooler whereas the i don't think any of the gimmicks to play you know these little tributes to different nintendo classics like it's just not that fun i guess the, like even the i think even the, the yeah. boss level which is the wario which is like uh people say I've seen people on Twitter saying like, oh, you get new Mario World levels in this. I guess you kind of do, but they suck. <laughs> I was gonna say they're that, not any good. I was say that's about the best thing, really, is you you get to play through like three new Super Mario World levels. And it's like, well, there's a million of those in Super Mario Maker 2. And they're so bad. It's not that, they're not, they're that, boring. They're like, they're like something people made in Mario Maker and like, as their first level, that's what all the Wario or all the. I don't. I don't know. Those those first levels in Mario Maker are pretty awful. John's John can vouch for that. He's, he's played. I mean, at least it's not one one. Except it's weird this time or whatever. You know, like that. The, there's a million of those. But I mean, I, I what I felt like in the Mario World stuff, it's basically like this is a regular Mario World level. But it's weird when you play it as nine volt. Like that, I think like that's what they were kind of going for. Like how? Yeah, it's dumb. Like how do you get through it if you can't move like Mario? You know, and and like, you can't get mushrooms or anything. They nailed they nailed it in Twisted, and I'm just always gonna you know keep the candle burning for Twisted. I just don't think that's gonna change. But in Twisted, like it literally is like this weird like I wouldn't call it fisheye, but it's like this forced perspective to make the tilting make sense for how you move Mario through these classic levels. And that twist on the old turned the Mario one levels into this really weird distorted thing to make it work with the game. Yeah. But they were still, anybody could walk in and be like, Oh, that's a, Mar- a level for Mario one, you know, like even though it was so distorted or whatever, whereas this, someone might walk in and be like, Oh yeah, that's Wario, That's a Mario world, but it looks the same. Like they didn't, you know, it's just like a really, really simplified version of, of it rather than something tailored to fit the, the, uh, the, the, the mood of the game or the feel of the game. That's the thing. This ultimately, this the gimmick for this is making the characters have you play WarioWare in like a third person kind of way, and it just it doesn't have. It's not fun. It's not addictive to me. It's not like it doesn't have that same you know attraction to me to play it over and over again because of that. I felt that like I was so excited for the game before the demo, 
And then I, you know, I downloaded the demo right away. And I played it. I think it was two in the morning and uh, stayed up a little bit later to play it. And after the demo, I was just kind of like, huh, okay, it's, it's all right, but it's not, it, it's missing something. Well, I mean, the devil, yeah. the demo's missing like, a th- I mean, like two thirds of the cast. <laughs> so it's like missing yeah. a lot of people and a lot of levels. I can feel from the gameplay, like the whole idea of, of using the, the characters, which again, sometimes I kind of like it. And, and but it's, it, it, it just, it takes something away. And I think Jeremy's right to say it makes you play where you were in a third person sort of way it's like yeah it's like what if you act opposite for for a pick up and play type of game where you're supposed to learn a a micro game in five seconds you don't want to be in third person you want to be fully engaged and paying attention and aware of what's coming up next and and this just got to take you out of it to a degree i guess that's why they they give you a second to move around as your character so you can be like oh okay i'm this character and i do this but but it doesn't let you like you don't get to zone out like you could in a lot of the other ones like kind of kind of right. get in the zone and just be like you know just be like feeling because you know these levels and you have to be like oh wait no i'm this person oh damn it no i i forgot like sometimes i've when i try to zone out like that i'll forget who i am and like how i do stuff and i'm like wait okay because mm-hmm. you have to stop you have to stop yourself and be like wait a second who am i okay this is how i'm doing it instead of just letting yourself like lose yourself in the game which yeah. you know kind of sucks so i mean it's and that's one of the best yeah. parts of WarioWare. it was just kind of like it's like tetris brain it's its own kind of thing yep. where you go into that yeah you get into this almost zen state and i never feel that with this game and i kind of got it you know not gonna lie playing through that nine volt thing several times i started to kind of get it i started to kind of feel that even though it was annoying as fuck and I didn't want to play it for more than like an hour or so, <laughs> yeah. however many times I played it, but I did. Yeah. It was the closest thing I got to that because, well, here's the thing. You, you're always the same character and also it's the same levels in the same order, you know, every time. So you really are kind of getting into like that old school WarioWare feel, but without the randomosity. I, I really like the second one though, that they did where you can pick whichever character you want and if you lose, I played it a few yeah. times. And if you and, so and if you lose once with one character, that character like dies, and then you can't use that mm-hmm. character anymore. And you can just use whoever you have left, and and that's how it goes through the whole thing. So if you like lose all your characters and you only have one character left, as long as I, as long as you don't ever lose, you can keep going forever. And that was I enjoyed that more just because the Nivolt one was like, okay, maybe they're just going to throw the worst stuff at you at the beginning here, and everything else is going to be fun. So I I do like that stuff, and that's actually that's going to get me coming back to check it out and. And I think the and and I think the achievement stuff is cool because most WarioWare games, you know, once you've once you've unlocked everything, it's like, what do I do now? It's nice to have that extra layer in there to be like, okay, well, why don't you break this or break this? And and also, there's also um, when you go into like the Playopedia or whatever it's called, where where you find all the games, you can mm-hmm. there it'll tell you like a, a a number to get with all characters, and you can do that, and you can also get more coins in that way so that's almost it's another like achievement system on top of the other one so i like that there's a lot of stuff to do in there i guess if you if you care about buying presents for the characters and leveling up and loving them up and getting all their their extra artwork and stuff like that it's pretty cool but i mean it's i like that there's more to do but yeah i totally agree the games in themselves are not as fun as the other warrior warrior games i've started to see a, pe- a pattern with switch games nintendo first party switch games where I don't think any of them except for Breath of the Wild are as good as their previous counterparts. Am, am I wrong? Mm, Splatoon 2. Mario Odyssey was pretty damn cool. Mario Odyssey was cool, but I think Galaxy 2 was, was better. 
right? Splatoon, uh, even Galaxy One. I mean, don't forget about. I was gonna say Splatoon Two, Blue. Splatoon, I mean, Splatoon Two is. I, I really. So I, I mean, I really Splatoon. like. I really like Splatoon One, but Splatoon Two definitely blew One out of the water, like for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think. Um, I think that Smash Brothers is better on Switch than it is on any of the other ones. So I mean, yeah. that's a uh, that one. That, that one's yep. definitely better. Uh, it, I mean, it depends on it depends on what it is, I guess. I'd have to take a take a look at all the at all of them that have come out. But I'm thinking of like okay, the the Pokemon Snap that you guys played recently. You were disappointed. Mm-hmm. I think the other Pokemon games, the mainline Pokemon games. People seem to feel that's that's not as good as some of the other ones. Uh, not sword, uh, not, really sword liked it. not sword and shield. I think sword and shield was good. Yeah, sword and shield were great. I think that I think that people the, people are really stupid about that. Like they're they're mad that the graphics don't look the way they think they should look, and it's really dumb. But I think sword and yeah. shield is actually really good. The one that I mean, the one that I didn't like was Hey You Pikachu, or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, that right. the one that the one that's on there with um. That where you have to do where you have to like throw the ball like you would the Pokemon Go game. I I didn't like that game, but I thought Sword and Shield was good. So I mean, it's it depends on which which one you're talking about, I guess. And I guess you could argue. I mean, some people could argue that Xenoblade Chronicles Two is the best one. I don't know, hmm. kind of in between on that one. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think the first one's still the best one, but I do like two. I finally came around to it, but I don't know. It it depends. Depends on what you're talking about, I guess here. But I mean, it's like yeah, Breath of the Wild, for sure. And Odyssey was kind of, yeah, I wasn't as big of a fan of that as I was of Galaxy or 64. Same. So, I mean, Odyssey was a good game, but you're right. I do think Galaxy is better. It's my favorite 3D Mario game. Yeah, Galaxy 2, the one that we don't have on there, is my favorite one. <laughs> of course, that's not on there. Is there anything else you want to say about Get It Together? I feel like we, I mean, we've been talking about it for a while here, nope. but it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's yeah it's it's weird because like i said like some there is some stuff i like about it but there but it, but at the same time like i said like i put in the notes here when i should have never played warrior gold because once you play go back to the other warrior games it's like uh you know this game is a lot more fun than the other than the other ones and i and i was like you know i was kind of like in a i was in like a warrior high i'm like oh yeah i was having fun doing get it together i'm gonna play warrior gold because i don't know how much i played that and i already played through the the, the story mode of that and all that and uh, and I just did I did basically what Jeremy was saying. I went and I played all of the Nintendo ones because there's like the Nintendo ones spread across like four different games, and that was really cool. And I and I was like, oh wow, these games are much more fun on here than they are. But then I went and played all of them, like not just the Nintendo ones. I went and did like the sports ones and the nature ones and whatever, and they're all like really fun. But they're much more fun than than that one. Even I even went back to WarioWare Touch and played that with played around with that a little bit. Just because I hadn't played it in a while, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Which you could actually get for free at one point in time. Yeah, that's how I got it. Was Using through Club Nintendo. Coins. Yeah, same. Got it for free. On and the it's account. the only DS game, Virtual Console DS game on that 3DS. got put on Virtual yeah. Console for 3DS. Yeah, yeah. It was it was such a weird thing to throw on there, but whatever. It's a it's a fun game, and and I think I mentioned it before that I got WarioWare Touched before I got WarioWare Twisted. So some of the stuff in Twisted was already I'd already experienced untouched and some stuff I think is done a little bit better in touch but it kind of but twisted is the better game out of the two of them but it was a anyway I have I have love for touched is what I'm saying but what what's real uh, and also the main thing is what I'm trying to tell anybody if you want to play Wario go get WarioWare Gold it's great I don't know how much it is on 3DS mm-hmm. eShop but it's so good like they have they have full voice acting on that this one has like half voice acting where sometimes they only say like one word and then the rest of the stuff is not spoken I don't know what's up with that but the other one had all of them, and like any of the new characters that you may not might not recognize and get it together, they're all from gold. 
like five volt came mm-hmm. from gold, 13, 13 volt is from gold also. So, I mean, it's like any of the newer ones are actually from that. And gold is great because it also has that game in there that I was talking about from uh, Game and Wario, where you can like play the thing and your mom's trying to sneak in the room and you have to hide it. Mm. That's in that's in WarioWare Gold. <laughs> so you don't even have to buy the Wii U game. Like it's they have that game in there and it plays great. Like they do the thing where you play it on the bottom screen and you have to watch around the top screen and then you have to just kind of like flip it down. It's great. WarioWare Gold, awesome. Like don't we did if a, you have a we did a WarioWare get that game. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> We did a WarioWare episode several years ago. It's like towards a long the time ago. Beginning like, of us, yeah. yeah. As a podcast, and if I were to be honest, I mean, we kind of ranked them. I think in that episode, and this would be towards the bottom. It'd be, it wouldn't be dead. It's better than Game and Wario, and better than the picture yeah. one that I never Wario played. Wario DIY, the DS, the DI, whatever. The DSi yeah. one. Well, there's a DSi one where you use the camera to play. I never played it. Mm. And isn't there one where you use the where you use the balance board with your butt? Or, or, or probably i thought there was i never played that one either i mean my top like my top one i mean this is one i know jeremy's top one is twisted and my top one is smooth moves so it's like actually my top one is gold <laughs> just because it has everything on it but it'd be gold smooth moves then twisted for like my top three i'm gonna get this game when it goes on sale i'm hoping that because it started at 50 it'll it go to 44.99 30 Mm-hmm. No, nope. it'd be like forty six ninety eight. <laughs> it's an yeah. it's a Nintendo game. It's going to go on sale for forty four ninety nine. You're going to be able to save save four dollars on it. I think you should just disregard this game and buy the other game that came out this week that's ten dollars less. And that's my uh, segue to something else that I got this week, which is motherfucking cruising blast, baby. This game is. I knew you'd get this. This game is awesome. I, I just uh, knew. I guarantee you, I played cruising blast more than I played WarioWare Get It Together. And I did get in the zone for Cruise and Blast a few times. And it's, I fucking love it. It's, it's, I wish I really, I wish I knew what it actually was because we've talked about like, oh, $40 is too much. $40 is perfect because it's not a port of the arcade. Like the arcade is like one small thing of it. They basically took the arcade and expanded it into like 40 races and put a bunch of unlockables and shit. Like, uh, Eugene Jarvis obviously knows how to make a game into a console game, and that's what he did with this. And I, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's going to be on my top ten for sure. Like, I think it's fucking great. It's, it's like made, it's perfect for me because it's a game that you can play and you can unlock a ton of shit. And it's got like, it's got you know tours like very much like Mario Kart, where there's, I think there's five different tours and there's four different difficulties. And you unlock them based on how well you do on the previous tours or, or whatever. But you can also you also unlock really weird characters that you can race as. Like I have I have a unicorn, I have a hammerhead shark, uh, I have a dinosaur, I have a UFO, I have a helicopter. These are all cars that you can race in the game. I, I love it. It's it's basically all the all the the weirdness of the other cruising games, except in on a much larger scale. And they and they've basically. They've done it. They hit it out of the park. I thought, like, they really did a really good job, like, just giving you a lot of stuff to do in the game. Like, that was what I was afraid of: is that it was just going to be like just the five races, and then that's it. But that's a separate thing. Like, there's tour mode, which is all the single player stuff, but there's also the arcade where you can play those five races if you want, and you actually get stuff for unlocking that as well. Oh yeah, not and not even to mention they hide these keys throughout the game, so every racetrack has three different keys that you can find. And by finding these keys, you also unlock new crazy racers and stuff like that. So there's like a lot of shit for you to do in the game. So uh, it's great. And I beat I beat all of the levels through the easy mode and the medium mode. And I think I beat half of the hard so far. But I played it all day on Tuesday. That was my plan. Was that I was going to play 
cruising all day and i played it all day seriously i played it for like seven hours or something like that it was dumb it was fucking stupid i just sat there and played cruising and i'm like you know what i could take a break and then i and then i still played like two more tours and i'm like okay whatever and then i was like well i'll do i'll do one more and uh it's 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 the it's the whole thing it's just the um it's just unlocking shit like i love i love like doing stuff where you whenever you beat a thing you unlock something and that's what keeps me going. It's like, well, I just unlocked this. Now I got to get that. Now I got to do a race with that thing. And and you can also level up all of the cars and get different things. They're they're only aesthetic, but you can add more shit to your. Like you start off with the unicorn, and then you can unlock like wings for the unicorn's feet, and then you can unlock like big giant wings for the unicorn, and you can also unlock an engine that comes out of the unicorn's ass, like stuff like th- just weird shit like that. You know that you can just that just piles on top of each other. And I watched a, I watched the full interview with uh, Nintendo Life with Eugene Jarvis and all that just because I was really really excited about Cruise and Blast and all that stuff and uh, yeah he 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 like straight up said that it was uh, that it was all influenced by uh, San Francisco Rush that's what they that's what they were trying to do with that. it so I mean lots of huge jumps yeah that's I mean that it reminded me of you because you thought about that and they're like yeah it was totally influenced by San Francisco Rush and it's funny the way that he explains it because it's like. All right, so you're doing the race and nothing's really happening here. So we need something crazy. We need like a bus to go explode in front of you, or we need the ground to disappear under you. And that's basically how the game is. It's like it. Cool. It's basically like a it's Beetle Adventure Racing on steroids. Like if because yep. Beetle Adventure Racing, I love that game. He did that too, right? No, I don't did think he so. did that. No, I don't think so. I didn't think they did. But Beetle Adventure Racing has like you know has the level where you go through like Jurassic Park and there's a haunted house and it's basically like. Mario Kart, but with a with a racing car, and this reminds me a lot of that. But if you took that and like turned it up to eleven, you have you have Cruise and Blast because there's a level called like there's a Yeti level where there's these two giant Yetis fighting each other in the background, and you like you go off this really huge jump, and then the and then you like fall to the ice, and the Yeti like breaks the ice under you, and you like fly through there and go to another thing. It's just like all high spots, all the races. They're not there's not laps. It's basically one end to another, which is the same one as cruising was, cool. but it's very much like, it's very much like the levels, the, the levels that I actually really liked on Mario Kart eight, where like, a I think big blues like that, where it's just like one part to another. And like the Mar, what is it? Wario's uh, mountain is like that too. The snow one where there's no, where there's no laps. They did that on, on the 3ds one. They did that with the woohoo Island also. That was really cool. But that's basically how the races are. It's like one point to another. There are a couple races that are really short, which is weird that you'll do in like under a minute. So if you're not paying attention, you'll already like, you know, you, you'll be like, Oh shit, I got fourth place. Cause I didn't know it was almost done. But another thing that's really great about this, which no other racing game does this, but you can restart any race at any time, even if you're in grand prix. So if you like, if you're like playing through grand prix and you got three, you got three firsts and then the final race, you get fifth, you can just start over again and race the whole thing and you don't have to start the whole tour. You'll just start that race. And you can pause and restart any race at any time. And that's fucking awesome. Like, I always wanted Mario, Mario, like Mario Kart to let you do that, but it never does. So, I'm a huge fan of this game. I think it's awesome. So, I mean, I think the I, I mean, yeah, well, I think it's worth every penny that's in there because selling it for that amount is paying for what they did to it. Because they didn't port the arcade. They changed it into an actual, like, console game. Like, it felt like something that they would have made for, like... I mean, it's better than any of the 64 ports that they did, I think, because it actually plays as mm-hmm. well as the arcade. But but, they, but you could tell that they put a lot of time into it. They actually they tried to make it like very playable and make and put a lot of stuff for you to do in there. 
And that's what I always want in a racing game is I want a racing game that I can play over and over and over again. And that's what this game is. And in the, and in the interview, I don't know if this is real, but people think this might happen. He did kind of hint that they might add online later. Like that was a thing. Oh, it doesn't have online right now. It does not have online, but they said that that might, we're going to maybe free DLC that in later, like do a patch to make it online, which would be great. Cause then it would be even crazier. Cause I could even, I can only imagine, I guess from what I heard, the multiplayer is pretty intense. Like if you're playing it with anybody, but already it's incredibly intense, like just playing it with a computer. So, but it, yeah, it's fucking great. If you like, if you like crazy race games that are like nothing like, you know, that are nothing like a regular game, then, then it's great that it, that has no, like, I mean, there, there are some cars in there that you can buy in real life, but it's just, everything is just super over the top. Okay. You've convinced me. I mean, it's on my list to buy it for $40. I think it's worth it. I mean, I think you have a blast with it. Like not to be, not to be punny, but cruising blast was a blast. I had a blast with it. So I really like it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was, I felt like they, they, they nailed it out of the park and it's gotten really high reviews too. I haven't seen anybody say like, you know, that they thought it was any less of a package. Like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff to do and it's silly and it's, and they're, they're all about being silly. Like when you, when you turn on the game and there's this like incredibly horrible, annoying song that's like cruising, da, da, da. It, it's, they're totally just steering right into their cheesiness from the old nineties mm-hmm. games. And I, and I just love that. Like they, they're in on the joke, you know, and that song is I terrible. The, 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 like, the, the cruising song I, is so bad, but it's kind of it's hilarious but it's also incredibly annoying but it's only at the beginning of the game you don't have to listen to it while you're driving thankfully but it has like radio stations you can change or whatever you know and i think that music's pretty good so i didn't I, like in the n64 era i always thought cruising was kind of boring and san francisco rush was the like cool alternative where you did all the crazy jumps and stuff it's interesting to hear that that he was inspired by the game that came afterward yeah i mean that's what he yeah the, the interview was really cool too like i watched i watched the whole thing just because i was uh mm-hmm. I don't know. I was I was in the cruising hype. I was hyped, so I was like, so I was like, oh well, you know, because I they there was some extra stuff, and I had read a lot of the stuff that he already said. But what I really want him, and he talked about like possibly bringing the old cruising games back and all that. If what I want him to do is just, I I just want to I just want an arcade perfect port of like cruising the world, uh, of cruising USA, the world, and Exotica. Because I never really played World or Exotica. I only played. USA and I only really played it on the 64 so I want to play the arcade mode and if they and if they could like make it the way they did this game and put a bunch of unlockables and shit in there that'd be awesome like I would fucking love it so he, he said that he'd want to play like, it at the galloping ghost right you crammed yourself in that tiny little red car uh, play cruising yeah I played one of them I played whatever they have there because I do I do like those games actually I think it was world but I never I mean I spent a lot more time with cruising USA than I did a uh, world and exotica and I even thought about buying a cruising for Wii because you can get it like ten dollars on eBay. The one that's the the Fast and the Furious game that got rebranded as Cruisin' to sell on Wii, which is kind of weird. It's a it, it was an arcade game that they made, and then they called it Cruisin' to sell on Nintendo, which Nintendo owns the rights to Cruisin'. I didn't even realize that that Cruisin' is actually a Nintendo franchise. Like they own the rights to that. So, <laughs> so you can't. So they can make Cruise and Blast on any other system. So it's also a Switch exclusive because Nintendo is they own they own the rights to it. I didn't even realize that because they produced the original one. So they own Cruise. It was always kind of confusing the you know the Midway Nintendo Cruise relationship how that played out. Yeah, I don't know. I, there was uh, yeah, they were trying to sell sixty fours. You know, because that was the first. I remember Cruise in USA had a had an ad for Ultra sixty four on it when it was still called that. 
you know, before anybody had actually really seen what it was. So, but yeah, Cruising Blast is great. Uh, I love it. So I, yeah, I, I played, I played the shit out of it. I, I put a, yeah, I, all my stuff that I got, the Triceratops, F1 racer, cop car, ATV, biker, helicopter, unicorn, UFO, hammerhead shark is what I just got. I really like the um, unicorn and the F1 racer. So those were the ones that I used the most because they seem to be faster. I don't know, but, but yeah. Oh yeah. And it also has a, it has like a, um, like a, what, what would you call it? Um, has like a turn boost, like kind of like Mario Kart, where you like hold R and you can like, you can like drift, and when you let go, you get a mm. you get a boost. So so there's a there's like power slides in there as well. So that's another thing on top of that. Plus you can use you, you unlock money, and you can use your money to like buy extra boosts and stuff like that, like extra turbo boosts. So if you want to like give yourself more of those, you can do that. Which towards the end, once you get better at it, you really don't need them. Like I I only use them to just try to push me like push me to the front at the very end but i won't use them in the level at all like really what you, you just gotta you gotta boost do the turbo boost and if you if you buy the game if anybody buys the game start off on easy because you can unlock a stuff a lot of really cool stuff early if you play easier mode and it's easier to do so play all of the levels of difficulty because you get stuff for every one that you beat so that i that was my mistake i started off in medium and i was like this is kind of hard so i went to easy and then i unlocked a whole bunch of cars and then i started racing with those and then i went to the higher levels so you know, you want to unlock as much as you can before you get to that harder, that harder shit. But I'm, I'm going to try to beat it all the way through if I can. I don't know if I can beat it on the super hard mode, but I'm going to try because I think it's a lot of fun to play. So that's my, uh, that's my thumbs up. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely recommend that one above. Get it together for sure. So, and you should buy it too, Jeremy. It's great. I don't know if you want to buy another racing game, but it's, uh, I don't know. It it was it made it made me want to get back in the cruising, and I've always loved cruising. I, I even almost uh, booted up the Wii U so I could play the virtual console version of Cruising USA that I have on there, the sixty four one. So which I did, which I did buy. That was the only one that was available for VC, I think. But yeah, I want to play. I want to play the other ones, but get that one. Um, let me run through a couple other things really quick, and then we'll, and I'll switch it over. Uh, I beat Quake, so that's my other beat of the week. Made it all the way to the final boss. The the final boss was really dumb and annoying. They basically throw the hardest, they throw like 20 of the hardest guys at you at once. And I, and it's, and it's kind of funny. I, I put it on Twitter, but, uh, I got really tired of trying to play the thing. So I just tried to run through everybody and I ended up winning by accident for doing that. So, so that was kind of hilarious because I guess they, there's like all, they, they throw the shamblers and the spider people at you, which are like the hardest characters in the game. And there's like 20 of them and you have to beat all of them. And then you have to go through this portal at the same time as this like silver ball is passing through like the Niggerath or whatever it's called. And, and that'll destroy it. And I was, I was trying to play this level and I'm like, okay, I'm really tired of trying to beat all these guys. I keep running out of ammo. So I'm just going to try to run through everybody. So I just ran and jumped over everybody and I went through the portal and then the bad guy exploded and it's like, you won. And I'm like, wow. Okay. That's hilarious. So that's how I beat, that's how I beat Quake. I, I put it up there just because, just because it's like, yeah. So I, so I started on the DLC. Uh, the DLC already has a new enemy type, two different new weapons on there, so that's cool. And weirdly enough, the DLC has music. <laughs> we were talking about how Quake never had music, and then the DLC has music all of a sudden. It feels really strange. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, why is this here? I don't know. It, it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, wait, there's a fucking song on here. This is strange. It's like, you know, it's, it sounds like the old Doom stuff, but 
Quake's great. I, I love it. It's a. Uh, I noticed from trying to play other shooting games on Switch, like why I like Quake so much. It's because Quake's Quake's control is tight as shit. That's why. It's so good. Like I tried playing uh, Saints Row Four on the Switch, which that was a whole nother thing. But uh, it's just the aiming is so bad on that compared to Quake. I was like, man, Quake really spoiled me. Like trying to play any other third person shooter or first person shooter is it's not the same because I thought Quake was just played like so smooth. I was like, yeah. So I beat that one. And as you probably heard from the last episode, I've been uh, doing a run of the original Metroid games in anticipation of Metroid Dread, which I am totally on the hype train for that, so I hope it doesn't suck. But I've been having a great time playing old Metroid games, and I beat Metroid 2 on Game Boy this week, so that's my other beat. I beat Metroid 2. I beat it in about two and a half hours, because that's what's fun about these Metroid games is they're not long. They don't take a long time to beat, so you could totally play through all of them. And I and I set it where I'm going to play one a week. So that's two weeks, and I think I have two weeks, no, three weeks left. So next week is Super Metroid, then Fusion, and then I'm just going to try Other M just to see how bad it is. I don't, I don't expect to play it all the way through, but I just want to try it again because I haven't played it since it came out. So that's my plan. But Metroid 2, I I was uh, I feel like I gave it too much of a hard time last week when I was talking about how bad it was. It's really not a bad game at all. It's um it's pretty good. Like it looking at it as a 1991 Game Boy, just straight up Game Boy game, it does a lot of really great things and it plays better than most Game Boy games do, I think. Also, if you if you go right to it after Metroid 1, there's like so much there's just so many things that they fix in this game. Like you can duck now, you can duck and shoot, you can jump and shoot down. Like, they just add all this shit that you can't do in the other one. Plus, the sprite animation looks really good. So, it's like... And plus, a lot of the things that you remember from Super Metroid, they were originated in Metroid 2. Like, the spring ball, the spider ball, the space jump, uh, ducking and shooting, shooting in the air, the plasma beam, the spacer, and the missile and energy fill-up areas are all from Metroid 2 instead of Super Metroid. So, it was a lot of fun to play through again. And, uh, yeah, it was great. I'd forgotten that I did... uh, if you want to go to our youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast, I did a Trey's retro revival about Metroid two, where I played through, where I played through that whole end without like getting any power ups, just going straight through and killing all the eight Metroids and killing the queen Metroid, which I don't know how I fucking did that. Cause that shit is hard. Cause I, on this one, I actually went through and kill all the Metroids and I go back and refill my energy and then I go back and fight the queen, but the queen is still fucking hard. So whatever. But if, if the game boy stuff ends up getting added to the switch, Please, everybody, play Metroid 2. It's a cool game. And I started I started playing uh, the 3DS remake of it today just because. And it's so much different than the Game Boy 1. It's way, I, There's, like, not even, like, like the level that you start out and, like, where you are, I was like, this isn't even, this isn't even like it at all. Because the Game Boy 1, you start off with the ball ability already and you have to go find it in the 3DS one. So, and even the levels are completely different. So, whatever. But another cool thing, like, the cool thing about playing it again is uh, I played it on the Game Boy Player and the Game Boy Player, if you play it on the Game Boy Advance or the Player, it actually makes the game kind of colorful. Like it makes uh, Samus has like a has like the yellow and red outfit, and it kind of makes the backgrounds different colors and stuff like that. Whereas if you would play it on Virtual Console 3DS, everything's just like black and white. So I felt like if they when they put it on Switch, you're gonna lose some of that coolness. You know, it's just gonna come out as black and white, and you won't get to see all the colors that you would have got on there if you played it on Game Boy Color, or uh, if you played it on Game Boy Player or Game Boy Advance. And I was having, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's, I was playing it on one of the Game Boy Advances that you got me, Jeremy, mm-hmm. and it was freezing constantly. The game kept freezing. No! I don't know if that's the Game Boy Advance, but 
it was really annoying. I had to be really delicate with it. Like if I moved it ever so slightly, it would freeze. And you know, this game you have to save everywhere. There's no autosave. So it was just annoying. Like I, I just had, I was just like trying to save as much as I could. And then eventually I just put it back because I, because I wanted to switch it from, because I played it on the TV and I switched it to Game Boy Advance, but it was just, it kept freezing. And I'm like, oh, so I put it back on the TV and I beat it on the, the game. I need to have a look-see at that Game Boy. Maybe I need to fix it up. Yeah, I don't know. Cause I, I know that I remember when I tried to play the Rhythm Heaven that you gave me, that one would always freeze. So I don't know. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the Game Boy Advance or something, but it's probably, I probably did something when I put it together where it's not like the power isn't working right the power switch yeah it, it, i felt that like happens if you if, if you touched like if you touched the cartridge at all it would freeze like if you mm. touched the game boy cartridge hmm. it would freeze and not and i'm t- not talking about like wiggling it or anything i'm saying if you like just like graze the side or something it would freeze so it's that was my problem have you tried playing that cartridge on anything else to see if it works okay the rhythm you know what i haven't but i should do that i should play it on my gamecube i should totally do that and hopefully it works because i do want to play that game so i'll, I'll try mm. it on that but yeah, that's what uh, that's what I beat. Metroid Two is great. You have that too, right? Don't you have two? I do. So, are you planning on playing Super Metroid this week? Then this week, yeah, I haven't started it yet, but that's the next one is Super Metroid. Yeah, so I will have Super Metroid beat by next week. That's the plan. I am working like five days straight this week, but I don't think I'll work like twelve hours. So I should still have some time. And plus, like I said, it's not that long. You can get through it in a few hours. I can beat it in a day if I have to. You know, I could just beat it all on Tuesday. So that's uh, that's the next one. I'm I'm kind of nervous about it just because the Super Metroid is like my favorite game ever, and I haven't played it in a while, and you know, like ah, uh, but it'll be fun. I mean, I'm excited about playing. Are you it. playing it on stream or are you just playing it? I'm 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 probably just play it. I haven't. I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna try to stream those other ones, but I just I was I w- I just didn't have the I just didn't have the energy to do it. I, I thought about it, but I was like, yeah. Which is good because I did die a lot in Metroid One, and I did have to consult a map a bunch, and I also consulted a map a couple times for Metroid Two. Even though it's kind of like you can kind of figure it out, and there is like a little like audio thing that will happen when you're next to Metroids or you buy them, and just like to try to like let you know where to go, but it's still kind of confusing because there was one time where I had to go through a whole bunch of lava and then come out and kill another one, which just didn't make sense. But I don't know. That's how I had to do it. But it's fun. It's fun playing these old Metroid games. I like I like doing it. I hope that I was thinking I was just thinking about today. I was like, I hope that Dread isn't bad because it's like my build up is gonna be I play all these great Metroids mm-hmm. and then the new one will be like, eh. And I and I did watch I did watch some of the trailers of it. You know, I think it looks really smooth on Switch from what I've seen so far. I saw the Kraid stuff on there, which is cool. We mm-hmm. haven't seen Kraid in a while. Like I don't think we've seen Kraid since Zero Mission. So it's always been everybody's always been about Rid about Ridley or Ridley more than anything else, so it's nice to see Kraid back. And there's a part in the trailer where Kraid like comes right at Samus and Samus like doesn't move. She just kind of stands there and stares at him. It reminds me of the cover of No More Heroes 3. But also I think it's a I think it's basically a reference to uh Other M because in Other M there's a part where she's like scared of of, of Ridley and people were mad about that. They were pissed that she's all like scared. It's like she's not scared. She never moves. So I think they did that part specifically to show like, no, this is Sam. She's not afraid of any of the people. Like she just kind of stands there and just looks at him. So also kind of sounds a little yeah. bit like another freaking uh, alien reference. I mean, when I was talking about the alien reference about Metroid in our bonus episode, I never even mentioned that there's a character named Ridley in it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> Rid- Ridley Scott. Most yeah, obvious yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, and also like. Um, in Super Metroid, like even when I was playing that as a kid, 
I thought that like when Samus jumps and spins, I thought that it kind of lo- it totally looked like the like the dome of the alien, like the swoop, you know, like the HR Geiger whatever design. Like and it, and I didn't really, you know, I'd seen I think I'd only seen like Alien 3 at that time because it was on HBO. But uh but I was like I, you know, I I knew what they looked like and and it did remind me of that because of like the curve, you know, of the way she looks when she jumps and spins and all that stuff. So it's kind of it's kind of in there already. Plus the the Chozos kind of look like it as well. Even even more so with the weirder ones later with like uh whatever the fuck that I forget what it's called. Ev- evolution. Whatever that <laughs> that last one that I hated, the one with the with the giant bald guys. Can't even remember the name of it. Prometheus. Prometheus, yeah. It's probably because it didn't even have Alien in the title. That's why I couldn't remember it. That was a movie I watched on an airplane. I fell asleep. There you go. Yeah, well, I, I watched it. I think I, I think I rented it or something. Somehow I got it. I didn't watch it in the theater, thankfully, because I would have been like, oh, this movie sucks. It's a, it's a weird one. But uh, yeah, no, are you planning on playing Super Metroid with me then for the, for the week? I kind of want to, yeah, because I, I booted it up um, the other day. And I was on like right before you get the wave beat or not the charge beam. So I beat that first boss. Oh, the little, so the, I'm like, the little, like, yeah, yeah I, lo- I love that boss. So, so I'm much. like, cause it looks like he's like so smiling like, at you. Like with the, mm-hmm. the face. Yeah. So I'm like, do I just keep playing this version? Cause I mean, I've already like, I played it for 15 or 20 minutes the other day. So like, do I just keep playing that save file or do I want to start all over again? So I haven't decided yet, but. You, I kind of wanted to try to play through it. I may not beat it this week, but I want to beat Super Metroid before Dread comes out. That's one of my goals. I'm just, I'm just telling you, it's it's not that long. It's not a very long game, so you. I know do it's it. not, and I have beaten it before. Yeah. Like it's not a, it's not. This wouldn't be like a first time sort of thing. But I mean, it, it's within the last decade that I beat it for the first time. I beat it on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, probably about ten years ago. Sometime, some somewhere around the time Skyward Sword came out. So. It would kind of make sense to play through it again now after beating Skyward Sword a couple weeks ago. So I, I, I want to play it. I mean, fuck, I have it already. Like, it's on my Switch. Yeah, you it's should. It's really easy to just, like, play it. Both of you should play it because it's fucking free, man. <laughs> you don't have to pay yeah, anything. It's, it's just, like, right it's there. It's on your Switch already. It's an, on Nintendo Switch Online. Just fucking play it. Or play it on your fucking... Uh, on your SNES Classic, or, or want, Super yeah. Nintendo Classic, yeah, it's on there too. You guys both have both of those, but yeah, you should really play, play it on your Super Nintendo. It's also on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but you don't have one of those. You could uh, get on <laughs> eBay, buy the cartridge, just do that. Well, I mean, it, actually, you know, you could do what I did after I stupidly sold my Super Metroid, my one that had the hour and a half beat on it. Oh, buy the Super Famicom. Version? I bought the Super Famicom version, but it's all in English, so it doesn't matter. And it's probably like half the price or even less. Probably. Oh, yeah, it's it's super cheap. I bought the Super Famicom version, Modular Super Nintendo, so you can play those and play it on Super Famicom. And it's, yeah, it's all in English, so it doesn't matter. There's no there's no Japanese in there whatsoever. I mean, I don't really, yeah. Any, anyway, it, it doesn't, there's no like, you know, what do you need? All you need to read is, the last Metroid is in captivity. <laughs> the galaxy is at peace. <laughs> that hilarious I mean, it would be cool if it said it in... Japanese in that part. Yeah, right. I don't know if it does, but it shows how much Japan doesn't care about Metroid. That even the even the Super Famicom version doesn't have Japanese in it. It's still all in English. They're just like just is that put in it Tetris too. Like even Donkey Kong Country because I have DKC two because it's a lot cheaper to get the. I mean, it's like that for all versions. Like even Donkey Kong Country two, like all the levels are in, the names are in Japanese. So you don't get to like. I mean, it's fine. You don't need it, but even there, it's like well. I do kind of miss knowing what the levels were titled. Yeah, like Ropey Rampage or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it would be really easy to figure it out. Bumblebee Rumble. But so, 
Right. So I played that a little bit this week and uh, whatever. It's Super Metroid. I've played it through it before. Like I, I've said repeatedly that I want to actually play Zero Mission and I don't know why I have it. It's already hooked up to my TV downstairs, the Wii U. I mean, it would be just as easy as picking up the controller, hitting the button, turning it on and playing it. So I don't know why I have it, but uh, Super Metroid is just like, it's such a good game. And it's like, I want to just play a good game. Something I know is good for sure. Something I played a lot this week was Garden Story. I think that's probably the thing I played the most this week. Uh, even more than WarioWare, probably, because WarioWare, I just kind of flew through it, and I haven't gone back to it much. But Garden Story, I've really hit my stride. Uh, I've finished another boss, and I got to where I think I'm probably towards the end of the game, because it kind of started to get darker. And the game is like really, really cute. See, like the whole game is really cute. So it manages to still be cute as it gets darker, but I mean, there's death now, like there's actual death that I'm <laughs> seeing and stuff. So it's the rot though. Right. I mean, it, isn't it, isn't it called the rot like that you're going against? Didn't you say that? Yeah. Last so week? as you're getting, yeah. right. So as you're getting closer to figuring out where the rot originated, which turns out they were kind of a, whatever spoilers, they were kind of a, uh, kind of like a created to serve a purpose. And then they got out of control. You know, it's basically it's a classic, like, sci-fi story or whatever well i mean it's it it's basically swamp thing is what the game is mm. i mean swamp thing is the green and the rot is death and the swamp thing is always against the rot and the red I think- and the red is like humanity but it reminds me of swamp thing comics basically because yeah the rot is like the is death it's like uh but yeah i mean whatever uh, spoilers yeah. i don't know who's gonna actually play this that's listening to the, the podcast i mean i think it's a cool game but um you find out like yeah like one of the towns created the rot to like clean out their sewer pretty much like because their sewer was really dirty it's something along those lines like they don't call it genetic engineering but it's something along those lines where they were made and then they went out of control and there's some sort of deeper message there i'm sure because this game's all about environmentalism so there's some sort of deeper like toxic waste kind of message there or plastics or whatever i'm not really sure what the parallel is it could be a lot of things but i mean this whole game's about like saving the earth really i mean that's it, it's it's a very thin allegory or thinly veiled allegory but it's just gotten really cool like i like i said it just got darker um, my character is so strong now you know like i can't really die it's really hard to die except for on bosses you know like even then as long as i make sure i heal myself I can heal myself up to three times, or I think it might be four times now, which you can only do once originally. I upgraded my dew bottle, which is your, your essentially your bottle from Zelda that you put stuff in. Now I've got four of them, essentially. So, And then I've got this dew I can buy, which fully heals me and increases my defense. So it's just gotten to where I'm pretty OP in most situations, but it feels good because I worked my way up. I've played this game nearly 15 hours now so you should yeah i've put my time into it yeah but i think i definitely like this game but i don't think it's for everybody i and 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 i know i have to like it because i would have just given up on it by now if there wasn't something about it that that grabbed me and i think it's just ultimately i am interested in where the story goes and like i was saying last week i i did do confirmation and, and went through and talked to some different people in the game and I think it's super cool that this game's entirely gender neutral with all the characters. Like, yeah, should be. And I figured that out. Like, even the frogs, like the the different frogs, and then there's like sea animals as well. So, like, it isn't just vegetables that are characters. There's the sea folk, which are 
like uh basically jellyfish and octopi and stuff like that but it just and then the the frogs as well so it's like frogs vegetables and <laughs> sea animals are the are the different organisms in this and even like when you find all the old guardians that are, are gone you know that there's legends written about them like the the, the, the lore you read is it, it refers to them in gender neutral sense so I don't know why. I mean, maybe some people wouldn't think that was that big of a deal. And I know I've talked about it a lot, even last episode, but I just think it's so cool. I've never seen anything like it in a video game. Like, and it's not even like they're beating it into your head. Like I, it's so subtle that you would probably wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. They just say, just say they, and it's not like, yeah, they don't have to explain it. They just do it. Yeah. That's, I like that. So I I really, I really enjoy the game for that sort of kind of, I guess, whether or not it was intentional, it's got a very socially positive message in that regard. But I finally unlocked fast travel. That's another reason why I think I must be towards the end because usually in a lot of games like this, they're not going to give you fast travel until the you know until towards the end when the whole map's unlocked. And also, like I said, there's this character I've been pursuing the whole game to to, to try to find, and I finally found that character. But that's why, like I said, it gets dark. I don't want to ruin it too much more, but. It just, yeah, it took a turn for, it got a lot more mature pretty quickly. So I am compelled to finish this game. I, I'm going to beat it. Uh, at least see credits. I don't know if I'm going to go through and complete all the tasks and stuff. But uh, the other thing that I, happened this week in uh, Garden Story is that I figured out how to garden. Well, I didn't figure it out, but I unlocked it. So you couldn't do it before, but finally on a particular level, they unlock gardening. And it's a great way to make money so you can get all your upgrades. And so you can have all your uh, resources. You can actually grow plants that dispense certain resources. So you can, and uh, the whole map is just covered in spots where you can plant stuff. So you could literally just spend the whole game, you know, spend hours towards the end of the game, just farming resources and planting stuff all over the map, which is relatively large. I'd say it's probably a similar size to like Link to the Past. And this has a lot of that feel to it, especially like I said, it, as it's getting darker, it's reminding me more of Link to the Past. Like it, it literally had like a Lost Woods type level that I just played through where you have to do it in a certain way or you get dumped out of the entrance again. Oh, yeah. And uh, you have to get like a certain tome to translate these plaques that tell you what to do, which also reminded me of Link to the Past, of course. So yeah, Garden Story. I'm going to pl- I'm gonna finish it. And I think by the end of it, I'm going to be happy. I think it there's a good chance it's going to make it onto my list this year because it's, it was a little slow to grow on me, pun intended, but I'm really starting to find a richness to how it's civilian. taking root. Yeah. yeah. There's a really interesting message to be gotten from this game. And I think it might, it's not quite at the level of Celeste where it's like that kind of emotional impact, like that game had on me, but it's getting close to, to like touching my soul a little bit oh. as a video game. There you go. Well, it's worth it then. And that's important in a, in any kind of art. I think it's really important to like feel like you're, yeah. There's something. There's some some level that's beyond standard humanity that you're experiencing. But I digress. Uh, Get your soul touched. Guess what else I played this week? DDR. <laughs> Speaking of, or wait, that's nothing like that. Anyway, I played it this week because I bought uh, last week. I talked about how I purchased the uh, sealed copy of DDR two. No, it's not. So they sealed rebranded anymore. it. It's not sealed anymore. I opened it up and got that brand new dance mat out. It had that new dance mat smell that you can you just only get experience like once. And uh I, I just like reveled in it. I'm like, mm, 
dance mat smell. And of course the cats immediately started laying all over it as soon as I put it on the floor. So they got that smell too. But yeah, we played two player DDR and it was so fun. Like that game is so much more fun two player than it is one player. Like you live on the first floor. I mean, we have a house, so there's nobody. Yeah. There's nobody under them. I don't think so. Yeah. You can jump around right here on this TV. That's where the Wii, I mean, you can see the Wii is hooked up back there and that rack of games above it is all music games. And, uh, over here, you can't see with the camera, but the dance mats fit perfectly over here. So once again, I, I do eventually want a bigger TV to play DDR, but we're having a good time with it. And it's good exercise. I mean, it's really, you, you, you like, you'll break a sweat playing on media mode, you know, and eventually yeah. I want to try on a harder mode, but the, the ramp up of difficulty is so crazy. Yeah. There is there like a, there's like a calorie counter thing on the Mario one. Does it have something like that where it's like, I don't think it does. Or at least I haven't found something like it. that where yeah, it's Maybe. like you burned whatever, you know, I mean this, the DDR, one of the reasons it's so good is it's so stripped down, you know, it's like, it's very, it's an extremely simplified game in, 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 in the sense of like, they took DDR and gave it like a, uh, you know, like the we the, the overly simplified we approach, like to make it accessible to everybody. Like I like that. I like that aesthetic with this game. So it probably lacks a lot of the extras in that regard, but it's okay. We played it for at least an hour the other night. We were tired. We were like, mm. we got we got to work out. It was no great. More. And it also like I really feel like it's one of those games Sean and I can play where we're on kind of an even playing play field where we're actually like having a good sense of competition with each other when we play it it's not just like one of us is way better you know like we go back and forth with who wins and that's that's how you know you're having fun when you're gaming so that's really that's all i played this week but i did buy some stuff so i preloaded eastward i i I me too saw that (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah so you did a very similar thing that I yeah, did, I don't, I don't know. Use your gold points. You convinced me in like two seconds. I'm like, well, you know, I have some gold points, and yeah, I got, I brought it down to sixteen dollars. So I'm like, okay, fine, because it, because it has, it's on, it's like two dollars off for the next like two days. It probably won't be there anymore by the time this is posted. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's gotten some good reviews already. It looks really cool. Um, it's Chucklefish. It's yeah, it's a Chucklefish game, and it's a. Uh, uh, they just produced it. I don't think that. I think it's a it's a Chinese game actually. Yeah, a yeah. Chinese developer. Yeah, I, I watched I watched some reviews of it. It's a it, it's basically has I guess the battle stuff that's in there is kind of Zelda like, but there's not as much as you'd think. It's like more like heavy handed story or whatever, but in a good way. I don't know. That's what it's mostly story from what I heard. It it looks beautiful like as far as pixels go and oh, the yeah. soundtrack sounds great today, too. There's a full game within a game in there. Did you see that? I did there's not. There's a full RPG that's based Oh right, on, right. No, uh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. That you can play on a like as a side game. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's got a, so supposedly it has JRPG type elements in the storytelling, but it's more of a Zelda type game. So yeah, the, it's going to yeah. fall right in line with, uh, with garden story for me. So I'm really hoping to not abandon garden story when I start playing Eastward. Well, you got- as of 12, 34 AM central time, September 16th, it's not available. I've been trying to click on it. It's, it's not uh, me. It's it's not coming but, out. It's not coming out on Thursday. That's coming out on Friday. But it said it was September sixteenth was the date of release. Oh, did it? I, th- I thought it was Friday. Yeah. No, September sixteenth. I thought it said Friday on the eShop. So I so I was like, oh, it's not. Or maybe maybe the sale is till Friday. Yeah. So it'll probably like possibly sometime tonight after we're done recording, we'll be able to start playing it. I don't know, but yeah, I preloaded it. It it looks cool and um, 
Yeah, worst worst thing that happens is I wasted sixteen dollars, I guess. But I think you'll um, like it though. I mean, you you've liked all of Chucklefish's stuff, right? Even even though uh, mm-hmm. even uh, even the whatever the Advance Wars type one, you still yeah. you still kind of liked. That that was another thing that uh, speaking of like wow, I can't remember what that's called. I played so much of it. Wargroove. 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 Yes. Uh, I was gonna say uh, as far as like games not being a fish, uh, not being released at night. Uh, I stayed up all night waiting for Cruise and Blast also, and it didn't come out until like noon the next day. It pissed me off so much, but uh, not not so much. But I was just like, you know. I, I want. I just want everything to release at eleven o'clock the night before. Like they, there we, was one game we've talked about this before, where I want it. I want it to just be an agreement that everybody makes, where they're just like everything will, you know, everything will come out. But there was one game. Maybe I'll I'll save the name of it for for later. That was announced. They, they announced the the release date. Not only the release date, but the release time. Yeah. And I thought that's that's good. If you're not going to do everything at at noon or at midnight or whatever. Do the release time. Tell us the release time. So we're not staying up all night and just being disappointed. I mean, I had other. The thing is that, stuff to that play, so many people are. I wanted to play it earlier. Yeah, I mean, so many people are at home now, still all the time. Like time is a thing you could do. You could say it's yeah. You could totally say one p.m. and people would be yeah. People would try playing it at one p.m. Like I would, but yeah, still not loading. Whatever. Obviously, within the next day or two, I'll be playing this, and hopefully, it's as good as it seems. I bought another PlayStation 4 game, which I said at the top of the show. Finally. You know, I've decided I actually want to get a PS5, which is dumb. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Just, I kind of yeah. wanted to have it by the holiday season. So you can get um, whatever. I mean, I, it, I mean, I, I was, uh, I was interested in having one at some point just from what I saw in the PlayStation direct or whatever that they did, but those games aren't going to come out for another two years. Like <laughs> it's not sure. really, yeah, I mean, mostly mostly because of the Wolverine game and whatever they're going to do with the Knights of the Old Republic, which that kind of makes me a little nervous because it is a re- it is a remake. Yeah. I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be that changed from its original game because I think the original game's pretty awesome, and you don't, and I don't want them to like change. I don't want it to become like Final Fantasy VII remake or something, where all of a sudden it's a fucking action game and it doesn't have like the strategy of the original one. I don't know, but I was very intrigued by that, and it's cool that it's a PS5 exclusive, but. But it's also like none of these games. I don't want any of these games. Deathloop looks cool, but you can beat it in ten hours. I'm not being. A, I'm not buying a right. system so for that. So that's the thing. <laughs> I want to play. I want to play Deathloop. I mean, I think Hades really got me into that roguelike sensibility. Like where this kind of reminds me a little bit of that um, in a different way. I haven't seen any direct comparisons to it in anybody's like takes on the game. But I just hear it's a great game. So in a in a in a sense. It is like Hades because it's like a sleeper hit that kind of you've heard about it, but but it's just kind of like universally garnering praise across the board and really kind of finally being a game that's like you got to have a PS5 to play this. So I think I, I think that hype's winning me over a little bit. Like I said, I don't really think I don't plan on having the PS5 anytime soon. I literally have no leads on it. I don't want to pay uh, a scalper price on it. I have no no intentions of ever doing that. So. Who knows if I'll have it anytime soon, but I didn't even say what I bought. I bought Dragon Quest Builders 2. It was $14. That's what I said, finally. I've been trying to push you in that game for like five years, since whenever it came out. And And, and, uh, and all it took was you wanting a PS5 (laughs) to get it. I would have liked (laughs) to get it on... I would have rather gotten it on Switch, but I mean, that's the cheapest I've seen it. And it was for the physical version as well. 
So I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna buy this. So oh, there you go. This will just be another PlayStation Four game sitting around waiting for me to to play. Because because I, I really hope there's like a PS Five version. I don't know if they'll do that, but they're doing that with a lot of the PS Four games. They're like upgrading them. So we'll see. I don't really care that much, but I own it now, or rather, it's in the mail. I haven't if if you ever received it yet. If you ever get to the mine level and you figure out how to get past that let me know i've been stuck on that game for years because there's a part that i just cannot figure out how to do it and even when looking online i can't figure out how to do it so oh shit if you ever make it past that let me know and then i can play the game again i I did try playing it not that long ago and i'm like i don't know how to do this at all like i have no idea where to even start what they're trying to tell me to do here they want you to like fix up the mine and i don't even know where even where to even get started on that and i tried looking at online and nobody knew nobody online knew either so I was like, oh, fuck. Well, okay. guess I'll have to put it to the side again for a while. But I did love that game. The first, like, 20 hours of it or whatever were fun before I got stuck. Well, I've heard a lot of really, you know, rave reviews of it. Not just from you, but I guess from Acts of the Blood God. I think Nadia, from Nadia. Really liked it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then just good things in general. So what the fuck ever? I bought it finally. I bought one more thing, and I thought it was kind of funny. And it's another thing I mentioned at the top of the show. I couldn't turn it down. It was three bucks. It's a tiger handheld, but it's a new tiger handheld, like manufactured. I don't blame you. Like for three dollars, including shipping, I bought it off Amazon. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play this." So it's a it's a Transformers tiger handheld. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. I I don't think I'm going to like it at all. Other than aesthetically, it just looks cool because it's like an old tiger game. And obviously, Tiger must not be doing great with this <laughs> this strategy they had to re-release. The games because this kind of sounds like maybe it's not going to keep happening if they're selling it off for three bucks. So I feel like yeah, I feel like they did. Sale. I feel like they did this before. Well, like I, why not grab it? I feel like I saw. I feel like like I don't know. Like oh, yeah. five or six years we ago, they they tried to resell the the little tiger shitty handhelds, and they were still as shitty as they were before. And people figured it out yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, we reported on it. It was uh, you know a year or so ago. But I mean, even I before that, I, I felt like it was even before we even had a podcast, they tried to do it, tried to sell these things. I don't know. I basically, like the way I look at it, I basically got it for free. Like $3 isn't free, but come on. If you hold your... If, the, it costs them more to make it than what I paid for it. I'm sure of it. If you press your hands down on the screen, it'll show you everything that you'll ever see in that game. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what uh that's what I would uh do when I was a kid, you know. Or because, you just hold down the there's a little or if you hit like the button you can hit. Yeah, it, everything mm-hmm. will light up and you're like, Oh, this is all I'll ever see. This game sucks. Yep. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> I mean really, this games are terrible. But it'd be, well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it this week and I'll and I'll report back to the show next week about how much I enjoyed or did not possibly, I doubt it. There's a possibility I won't enjoy this game, but it's probably going to be amazing, and it might be my new game of the year, Breath of the Wild. By the end, <laughs> Transformers is it? I mean, it's the, it's not the new one, right? It's not like a new Tiger Health handheld game. Right? I have it's no the, fucking clue. Like, which Transformers are we talking about here? It's got, it's like the, I don't the know. Cartoon. I think it looks like from the picture, it's like the cartoon. It's got to be the original ones, not the not it. the crappy ones. Like I posted the the thing on Slack because it was Wario sixty four that posted about it. I posted it on Slack, and I'm like. They're not going to buy this. I'm just going to buy it because why? I have to. Uh, I kind of have to, especially after buying the Game Watch a few weeks ago. And that's why I made the joke that this is like my new Game Watch XL. I but need it a corner of your room for shitty LCD games. Fuck that. <laughs> There's only so many corners of rooms and 
they're getting valuable quick. Where did where did you even put it at? I haven't bought it yet. Yeah, but, or I bought it, but I haven't. But didn't didn't it you yet. put a link at it? Link of it on on Slack? Yeah, it's in the news. It's on Slack. Yeah, it's in news. Oh, I didn't see it. So I would get one of those. I don't want to get the transfer. Oh, there it one, is. Back out. <laughs> I wanted to get one. I never liked those things, even when I was a kid. So why would I want to buy it? My favorite it now? one I ever played was the dra- the actually the Double Dragon one. For whatever reason, I thought that was fun when I was a kid. And there's a Ghostbusters one that was really cool too, but I don't think that was made by Tiger. It was like For me, it was- a different one that was shaped like uh, one of their like whatever their ghost thingy is. The Ecto Reader, whatever Zapters, it was. Zappers, Zappers, yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they're called. For me, it was Proton, Bo Proton Packs. Bo Jackson baseball combo. Oh, that was cool because you flipped it over. Yep. Oh, that was one. cool. I never owned it, but I, I had a friend who let me play it once. That was so cool. You just literally mm-hmm. flip it over and I bought it off my friend for like two bucks. Oh, you paid less than I did. Yeah. But inflation. <laughs> inflation. Got a, yeah. be- got a better deal there. Dollars. All right. Well, <laughs> well, let's let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about some more stuff. All righty. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! <laughs> With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo may never made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over!
All right. Well, we're back now. What's uh, how's moving going for you, John? Uh, moving is pretty much done. I'm here. I'm in the place. So I didn't have internet for five days last week. That was kind of rough. You know, I had it on my cell phone, but mm-hmm. uh, it was it's spotty. I only have like a bar or two over here. No, uh, no, uh, no, Hitman. You were you were denied no Hitman. Yeah, denied was, your was, Hitman. Uh, yeah. I, so I got into Hitman again like about two weeks ago, and just in time to have no internet for five days and not be able to play the game at all. So I was watching a lot of Hitman videos and just you know, pretending I was playing the game, basically Pulling watching somebody else play. Fill in the void. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, well, so I didn't have internet for five days, and I thought, oh, what, you know, what can I do? Except I got the TV hooked up you know, two or three days ago. Just the time felt right. It was obviously Breath of the Wild. Jump back in. So I did. After three years, don't need the internet. Uh, jump back in. Yeah, you don't need the internet. You, you know, that game is all about just. You know, tuning in and zoning out and being one with nature and no cell phones perfect. in sight just people living in the moment well there is a tablet that's, it. <laughs> that's true yeah how did i mean how did it <laughs> how did it feel were you like did you forget how to play when, when you started playing it again or was it like or did it come sort right of, back I mean, to I've, you like i mean that game really is so free. it's so like huge and kind of uh i don't know it's 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 it's, it's like a little um little world I, I could i could see it being like like hard to come back to you know if you mm. like you don't remember well, where you're going and, and all that i guess you would have the heroes it wasn't path. exactly three years without just because i've been playing with my nephew here and there but the way he plays because he's five he doesn't even really i'm not I'm, i think he's not even really aware that there's a story to the game he just like wants to run around and just wants slash to the swords burn stuff he'll hand yeah. it to me whenever we get to the, the henox or something tough it's like, Uncle John, you fight this one. Mm-hmm. He'll throw the controller at me. Uh, so that's kind of how we've been playing. But to actually jump in and like really be immersed in the world, yeah, it's been about three years. And so, uh, yeah, losing the Hitman controls and, and transitioning to back to Breath of the Wild controls, that was a little tough. That you know, took some mm-hmm. brain re- rewiring. Um, but I got back into it after about half hour or an hour or so. And actually... You know, I, I found the, the way, the way, where I was, was I was pretty much at the end of the game and you know, I turned it on and Zelda even was whispering in my ear, Link, Link, you know, you've come so far in your journey and it's time to go fight Ganon. Mm-hmm. I was like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, else. So, um, not right now. I, I wandered around and yeah, not right, not right now. I gotta, gotta just fuck around here for a little bit. Um, and I actually found two shrines. So I was surprised after you know all this time to to find two shrines and uh, you know jeremy before the show we were talking just a little bit and the feeling of like at this deep in the game finding new shrines is just kind of a little bit magical it feels like finding it for the first time really like it, it well, has you probably never saw it before because <laughs> i mean because you didn't find it mm-hmm. i mean i haven't found a new shrine in breath of the wild probably well over a year but i just remember the last time i did i was just like five years or you know four years later i'm still finding shrines like this is so magical and it ended up being like a really disappointing shrine too like it was something like we just walk in there it was a it was a test your might one or whatever they call them like yeah which are the most disappointing shrines there's ones that you just go in and they're over too where there's nothing in there you just go Mm. in and it's just a guy it's like here you beat it like okay because it's because the path of discovering it was the shrine yeah exactly yeah it's supposed to be the 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 the, uh, journey is better than the end or whatever bullshit and the friends you made along the way. Well, even more special was that this is really my first time playing it using the, what do they call it, the Hero's Quest mode, where you can see where you've been. Yeah, the Hero's so Path. I turned, 
Hero's Path, yep. Yeah. And so I turned that on and I realized there's this whole chunk of the map to the southeast that I'd never been to. Then you go there. And 200 hours of playing the game. Never even set foot there. So I saw like this old beach area and there's, um, it was the beach with the woman who's sitting on the sand caressing one of those, those, uh, well, balls for the lack of a better word. And, and she's like pretending it's a, a man. You know, the ball they have to like fit into the stones that you've done mm-hmm. so you can unlock the, the, the temple. She's like pretending it's her boyfriend. She's talking to him. Oh, you're oh, yeah. so handsome. You're so wonderful. I don't know why she's obsessed with this stone ball. He's got a magnetic man. personality. That's true. But uh, yeah, I found this weird lady. And then also, oh, I found the, the horse god. I never found the horse god. Before. Oh, yeah. And I never found that. But I've, seen, I've never I, found I saw that pictures either. of it. I've seen it, but I've never been able to like. It's in like a, isn't it in one? It's, it's like a quest too, right? Like somebody like tells you about it. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It's one. And of I the, can never find it. And, and it, I, I don't remember where. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever hints they gave me wasn't enough because I couldn't find it. Yeah. And, um, cause, oh, because I was looking for the ancient bridle and ancient saddle. And one of those is located there. And so I found, I went on on YouTube, you know, not being familiar with the map and all that stuff. And the the hint was so vague. It was like, go to a place with a cherry blossom and blah, blah. Like, I haven't played this game in three years, brother. Come on. Like, just tell me where it is. (laughs) So that's what I I did. And I found it. And the horse god is interesting and weird and funny and threatens to eat you and all that stuff. But then it's always like, oh, I'm just joking. So it was an interesting character. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying this game again, and um, once I get my whole setup complete with my TV and all that stuff, I think I will dive back in. I think you're right, Trey. I think I'm going to play through the game, just beat it now, and then get your DLC. Something to ride the motorcycle around. That, yeah, that's what I'll say. That's what I did. That's what I did with the DLC. I've said it before. Once I got the motorcycle, I looked at the hero's path, and I'm like, "Where have I not gone to?" And I got on the motorcycle, and I just drove over there. I went to wherever I hadn't gone. Mm-hmm. And I found like this big rainforest that I'd never seen before. Like that's like, oh, all, I like that one. yeah, that yeah. I, that I was I like, didn't oh, find that too late either. And also like the Terry Town or whatever. I didn't find that until I got the motorcycle. <laughs> you know, the place where you bring the logs and build it up, and it's kind of sort mm-hmm. of like a Majora's Mask thing. There's like people there yeah. that have problems that you can help them out with, whatever. Yeah, I didn't find that until yeah. after the fact, and I found it with the same thing. Just taking the motorcycle and just driving to an area I haven't been to, and it's great. This game is so massive. Yeah, yeah. So that's enough Breath of the Wild, but. Um, so I got the internet, I got Comcast, they gave me a free Apple, like Apple TV device, whatever their version of Apple TV is, that's, that's this thing they gave me. So you got like, and so, I can, so you got cable, I guess, right? Something is Yeah, essentially it's cable, but not cable. It's just a little box like an Apple TV and you can watch all your streaming mm-hmm. services on there. Oh, weird. And then one that they gave me for free with the subscription was they gave uh, Peacock. And so because yeah, I, I was going to say Peacock, I say Peacock is free though. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, there's. So you mean you got free pe- got, Peacock got like Premium? The, whatever the premium version is, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I got that. Because because yeah, I've watched stuff on there. Like I watched a, I watched. I mean, I watched Street Fighter on there, but I also watched like WrestleMania and stuff like that on there. Well, you know what I watched on there? That, I watched Frogger. You watched that crappy Frogger <laughs> show. <laughs> what is it like? You watch that? Me. Watch that shitty show? Uh, I will say, if you like, you know, Wipeout. I mean, it's it's Wipeout. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. sort of a Frogger theme, I guess. Does it, is but there you any, add like a um, is there the any Wayans sort of, brother yeah. like yeah there's a Wayans brother and then the other guy who's the co-host and you know the show it's fine it's just not anything that pertains to 
Frogger or video games or or us. It's just like it's I, yeah. a stupid game show. It's not grabbing you. Of, no, not at all. Because um, like because like the last game show to really kind of like captivate me that we still watch it around here is Supermarket Sweep. Like that show is so addictive heard, to watch. Heard people like, like it. I've never seen mm. it, but I've heard people. Um, like it. I used so to watch I, the old one. That's what I compare. Oh well, yeah, we watched the old one, but there's a new one now with uh, uh what's her Leslie face? Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, uh, game shows go, I don't know. I just always want some new thing to happen where I'm gonna want to binge watch it. So I, w- I had high hopes for Frogger, and I'm, I feel like they're getting dashed a little bit right now. <laughs> well, I think it's <laughs> like a I mean, frog it's, getting it's like hit by a car. I mean, you could watch it. No, yeah, there's nothing really related to frog to Frogger in there. I mean, there's the other frogs. Of- yeah, there's there's frogs, but I mean, what really could you take from Frogger? It was just like a most basic get video game ever. Which, by the way, the the show opens up by calling by saying, "It's like this this announcer sort of welcoming you into the show," and he says, "Now the greatest video game of the day." <laughs> Hold up, Frogger's good, but like. <laughs> The greatest video game of the eighties. I mean, is it? Even? You have to kiss it. And it turns into the prince of video. Games. I mean, is it even? Is it even good though? I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of any Frogger I actually enjoyed playing. It scratched an itch, and, <laughs> uh, and it was good enough that uh, Activision made Freeway, which is kind of like a clone of it. Like it was good enough that it inspired clones. Well, so there were like that's how you know a game's good. I mean, there was like three D Frogger games, but I never played mm. them because I figured they weren't good. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, how much you're, you're going to get? It. You know, you're only gonna get like so much fun out of it. Like maybe you'll like playing it like two times, and then you have this fucking Frogger game that you don't want to play anymore. You know, <laughs> that's what I. That's why I never bought any of those. Some people love Frogger. I think there's like a, a there's just some people that's like for them that's video games. That's their Mario. Or stands for one. Yeah. Oh, and that is an amazing like. I love that episode of Seinfeld. At least that part where they just have the aerial view of them walking through traffic with the with the uh, oh, right. Frogger machine. That was, that so was cool. like when I saw that for the first time. That was like maybe the first time that I saw video games really referenced, like on a primetime TV show. I mean, like, that was, it was like, yeah, it was back when uh, it, gets. It, it was back yeah. when it wasn't annoying. Like now, everybody references mm-hmm. everything, and I'm so fucking tired of it. <laughs> I miss when it was just like a couple things that referenced Star Wars, not every fucking show that's ever existed. It's like, please, yeah, like clerks. It's like I don't care. Clerks fucked it up. I mean, it's like it's like oh, just because you point to a thing doesn't make you doesn't make you automatically good. It's like, come on. It's like, remember this? Remember this? We're cool. I'm like, shut up, please. That's like, what I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm so I'm so tired. That time we did watch Flintstones list. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, well, that was. I mean, yeah. They could. They could. So they funny. couldn't play that one on TV. That was the one that got banned. That's probably why the show never became a show. Because so the entire show is just like it's like a, it's like a. Okay, I, I don't watch these types of shows, but I'd say it's a pretty good game show with a Frogger coding on it. And if you like those game shows, you'll enjoy this. This is fine. It's just I'll like, probably watch it. Nothing right home. Yeah, I think it's worth watching. For the curiosity factor, at least if you're a video game fan, uh, worth watching one episode just to check it out. Tell me, like this much at least, is it all physical challenge? Yes. Or are there? There's no like quiz part. No, there's no like quiz round. Okay. It's just people jumping on lily pads and falling into water. You'll 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 be happy to to find out, Jeremy, that you can watch Frogger on for free on Peacock. You don't need a premium membership. There it is right there playing on my TV. 
around whatever this is. This isn't the TV. This fucking yeah, your phone little thing. TV you have in your pocket. Yeah, no, and you can watch it for free on Peacock without paying anything. So, okay, there you go. You can you can torture yourself with that if you want to. Well, I think Shauna might be interested in that. She does like Frogger. She has a Frogger SNES game. So there you go. She likes Frogger. Well, my last bit of news is that I got a new entertainment center, and I got three of those IKEA. They call them uh, Calyx shelves, K-A-L-L-A-X. And they're the ones that are just basically cubes. Mm. No frills, nothing to it. Um, But I got 20. Basically, it adds up to 20 cubes, which means I have a house for all of my consoles and then some. That is so cool. There you go. Yeah, it's not. Together, the three shelves are nine and and a quarter feet long. So that's that's a pretty massive display. How big is your uh, TV? Well, I'm going to get one from my brother-in-law. He's going to give me one. Oh, cool. Because yeah. I thought you already yeah. had an HDTV. Yeah, because you got, yeah, I've, I've got, you a, got a free one. Which is a small one. I mean, that one was free, too, right? Somebody gave you that, that one. one. free also, yeah. yep. Yeah, but the one that my brother-in-law is going to give me, I think it's 55. Oh, there you Dang. go. That's so, cool. Yeah. Does it have... That's uh, awesome. I mean, does it, have, yeah. does it have an AV plug on it? Because some of those newer ones don't. I don't know. I've never looked at the back of it. There are yeah. adapters you can get. Yep. Yeah. You can make it work either way. Sure. I'm just. I'm just. And then I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a sound system and all that stuff too, from him. So I'll be all set up. Is He's it? Yeah, you up. That's awesome. Is it a Bluetooth yeah. thing? Not a Bluetooth thing, though. No. I was gonna say because if it's a Bluetooth speaker, you can use it with your Switch, which we'll talk about that later. Actually, I think it is. Spoilers. Oh, it is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I got drawers for everything, and I'll put all my controllers in the drawers, and uh, it's gonna be. I'll be all set. Give me like a week or two to figure it out. Actually, I got a. Th- Think about too, like how to hook all the old systems up to the modern TV. And you got a flip. You got a flipper thing, right? Don't you have a flipper, like one of those boxes? I have that where same you... old, the same old one yeah. that I got you like fifteen years ago. Yeah, I have, I have that still. Well, I use it with my Sierra TV, but but you could use. I mean, you could use that if it has an AV in on the on the thing. You could just use that one. with your TV and just 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 flip it. But also, there's, I mean, there's HDMI flippers also, which Jeremy and I both have. Where the automatic ones where it'll just change from one to another on the TV. So it's just basically the same thing. I have one that was automatic, but then I switched TVs and now it's not automatic anymore. I don't know what that means. But anyway, it still works, so it doesn't matter. But but yeah, um, you get something like that. That's probably the best way to do it. You know, Unless it doesn't have an AV thing, then you'd have to buy some box or something to convert it to HDMI. That's its whole other a whole thing, but it depends on how I have an important question about these metallic shelves. Yes. How many Allen wrenches were included in the the kit? <laughs> Just one. Oh, so since I got three shelves, I got three new Allen wrenches. But I mean, were they like different sizes or was it, did you literally just buy three of the same thing? So I got two of the same size and then uh, one of the smaller size. Okay. So this is kind of a custom build in a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, totally. It's not like a, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't come like this. And I just decided so, these three would fit together. An Ikea hack, in fact. Ikea hack, right? So it's kind of a game. Sure. It's kind of a game you <laughs> played this week. That's a game. Uh, yeah, I beat it. And you got a surge protector as well. You got a surge so like protector. see your yep. surge, like you bought your like surge soda and you're like, In case you spill surge on it, it's it, it'll keep me away from the, the surge. The surge does, <laughs> well if you spill surge on it, but only surge, it won't break it won't break the protector. That's that's the thing that's that's on there. Ah, surge. Stupid soda. I, I hated that stuff even when it came out. It's like this is a Mountain Dew. 
yeah, it looks like you got a bunch of stuff to play around with. But if you have, I mean, if you are getting a sound system that's Bluetooth now, we can yes. segue to the newest Switch update, which is out now, which you can actually use Bluetooth with the Switch now. I actually couldn't really believe that this was a thing. It I, took four and a half years, but we finally got it. <laughs> and it works really well, actually. It, uh, I mean, well, for me, it, it worked well. Like, it actually worked better than the PlayStation 4 did because I tried doing... I actually tried doing Bluetooth through my PS4, through my headphones, and it would cut out all the time. So mm-hmm. I so I have like an adapter thing that I just hook into my TV, which I've been using for Bluetooth. But I tried it for the Switch last night just to try it out, you know. And uh, it worked great for me. Like there was no delay. Like everything was right on. I, uh, you know, I played, I was like, well, I'll play a couple things. I played, uh, I played Ease 9 because Ease has an incredible soundtrack. So I wanted to listen to that. But all, but all the, all the like mouth flips and all that were right on and. It was really easy to to sync my headphones with it. What I really want to know, and there's only a couple games you can actually do it with, but I want to know if you can like talk through it. Like you should be able to voice chat, right? Like in order to do that, I, think I would. They said the microphone won't work. The microphone on the headphone won't work. It won't work into the switch. I think they did specify that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, fuck that then. It's too bad. I said play the karaoke game with the microphone on the. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, I mean, the only thing it would be, I'd have to test it on like Fortnite or. Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Those are the other only two games I can think of that I have that where where you could where you could talk through the headset because that that sucks because I mean you should be able to talk in like why can't if you can plug in a headset to it and talk through that why can't you do it Bluetooth? I'm just completely dumbfounded that the Switch has been out. I, I mean I'm I'm the Switch I own is you know similar to Trey. Like I got it day one. Like I ordered this shit. This is the first production run of the Switch. It could have done this the whole time. Why did it take four and a half years to get my Bluetooth headphones to work? Like people have been buying like dongles for years. Yeah, I mean, I bought I, I bought a solution. I bought a dongle kind of thing. You know, like I said, I just hook it up to the TV, and the TV. Why wasn't it makes that available at launch? Makes that uh, you know. Makes, Is there some kind of like programming magic that they had to figure out? I think so. Like, what What's the story behind <laughs> this? Because it's so dumb. But also, that it took so long. Also, you can only have two controllers. Uh, sync yeah. to it at the same time to use it and i was watching a video of a i think nintendo life or game explain somebody did it and they were showing like when they had both of the joy cons disconnected the sound was off I, I didn't counter anything like that but i was just using my my pro controller so the 8-bit dough so i didn't i didn't feel like anything was off for me but but you were having some trouble with the with the volume jeremy so it's not really trouble i just want louder volume you know because my headphones do bump like these are the headphones I got for Christmas from Shauna and I love them. Like for music, I, you know, I've listened to a lot of like heavy music on these headphones through Spotify and it's a lot, it gets nice and loud and it has a really good bass frequency or whatever. So like, I love it. And, uh, and I'm just like, I want to play these games with that same, like I want this to shake my skull and I can't manage to get the volume above like a nice, it's just like maybe about 50% of what I wanted. So I went into the settings and there is like a, a, a sound limit thing within the settings that was already activated. So I was like, well, that's probably why, you know, they don't want you to turn the sound up too loud. They don't want you to your, deafen yourself. yourself. Yeah. Get, su- get sued by some parents because their kids went deaf because they you know, turned the switch volume up too loud or whatever. Whatever. I changed, I unclicked that option, saved it, and it, it was the same. So for whatever reason, you can only get to, I'm going to call it half volume for other people that haven't been to a lot of basement you know heavy basement shows and stood next to the pa speakers at 
tons of concerts who's why, why do you still work properly i mean why do you want to recreate that though do you, you want you want buzzing what in i'm your saying head is my, i probably have bad hearing <laughs> yeah is what i'm trying to say so i want it to be louder so people that don't have the fucked up ears that i do they probably would think it was fine i just i want it to be like punishingly loud that's what i like in my music in a lot of regards it was loud enough for me for that problem <laughs> i mean mine mine started like midway and i just cranked it up a couple notches on the on the controls i want garden story to rock my fucking socks off and it sounded great i want like (laughs) i was getting rocked man i mean i was playing ease like that that rocked the shit out of you all that but i did it did inspire me because i like was like well hades would sound cool but it wasn't loud enough and then i'm like i better i was rocking that hades soundtrack you bought me trey i've been rocking that in my car the past few days just it's so nice it's such a good soundtrack i'm wearing the shirt now there it is um and also, like I was saying, and also you can sync it to wireless speakers as well, or like Bluetooth speakers, which is like, I was like, I could do that. But then I'm like, if I had like a specific Bluetooth speaker for my TV, if I hook it into the TV, it's always going to play through the Bluetooth speaker. So it's like, you don't really need to yeah. go the other way around. But I mean, you can, I guess. One thing I think is the funniest, which I could try to do, is I could take my Switch and, and like sync it to my car because my car has Bluetooth. Mm. And I could do the thing that they said you could do way back when with Smash Brothers, where you could go mm-hmm. and listen to the music <laughs> off of the Smash Brothers game in your car. But I could do it through Bluetooth through my car, and that might be hilarious enough to just do. For the fuck you of it, just it. how dumb it is. Yeah, Please do it and report back to us. Like I want to hear about this. I mean, I could do it. Using your... like I remember it was actually Six when I worked with Six back in the day. They'd bring their place their psp in and play music through that that was their mp3 player or whatever and i was like super impressed i remember just that was one of the first impressions i had of six where i'm like we're gonna be friends like you're like you brought in your psp to play music on the on the speaker on the you know in the kitchen it's it's a big nerd flex there (laughs) yeah that's what i'm kind of it's what it's making me think of and it makes me happy that is that is cool i never did that with my psp i never put music on it so there you go. But yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do something weird like that. I just kept thinking about that. I was like, well, I can I can stick it to the car, you know, and that's kind of cool. You know, if I'm like sitting in the car waiting and playing the switch, I could play it through the speakers or whatever. But it's a nice thing to do. It's it's nice that I can play through my Bluetooth speakers. I guess I don't have to worry about the adapter thing that I have, but only for the switch. But it's pretty cool. I don't know. I try I tried to play Saints Row Four with it, but Saints Row Four doesn't like me. It uh it like froze on me twice and kicked me out of the game. So I got tired of doing the same level over and over and over again and stopped there. But Ease sounds cool. I don't know. I, I, I definitely wanted to play uh, Super Metroid on the on the uh, Bluetooth headphones because the soundtrack for that's really good. Let's do one more bit of news. Yeah, I was going to say one thing and yeah. then we're out. What do you want? This is a, a big one. It's the 20-year anniversary of the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. The GameCube. Yeah, GameCube. September 14th. Yeah, it was released in Japan. Um, GameCube is, uh, you know, GameCube 2002 was the best year in gaming. You can vote for it on, uh, <laughs> on Patreon. It's actually winning right now, last time I checked. But uh, Is it really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the GameCube was out then. <laughs> That's why it was the best year of gaming, because it was the first year that GameCube was awesome. I, I, I don't know. I've seen people talking about the GameCube, obviously, because it's the GameCube's 20th anniversary. And actually, I saw, uh, you know, Cat 
post some stuff from Axe of the Blood God. She's just making me remember how much I was made fun of for being a GameCube fan. <laughs> like I had, yeah. How you go to like GameStop or whatever game store? Oh, GameStop was, was so like, shitty to shame me. You. They were so shitty to me. They made fun of me so much for buying the WarioWare game on GameCube. And I'm like, I'm like, you don't even know. Like you guys don't even know, man. This game is awesome. It's like because nobody. culture. Well, it was because like nobody was like they're like, oh, WarioWare, that game's dumb. Like you want to buy that on GameCube? It's stupid. It's the same as the game Game Boy. And I was like, it's great. It's, it has, has an awesome, has awesome multiplayer. Animal Crossing, the Animal Crossing stand up from uh, GameStop. I did, yeah. yeah. And they were they like, why do you want this? Uh, they, I mean, <laughs> they they did that about everything that I asked for at GameStop. They also made fun of me. One in particular, I remember a lot. It was that they made fun of me for getting Beautiful Joe because they didn't understand what it was. Like they just didn't get it. I was like, I was like, what do you? They're like, what is this game? I was like, well, it's like a comic book game, you know? It's like two D. You can slow down stuff. You can punch bullets back at people. And I remember, like, they were like, well, that sounds like Blinks. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is Blinks? You know, like nobody talks about <laughs> Blinks anymore, but people still talk about Beautiful Joe because it's an awesome game. You know, it's just like Beautiful Joe is the first game I think I played with a time mechanic in it yeah they're like you can do that in blinks and i'm like i'm like fuck blinks man beautiful joe's great I, matrix I, I felt just like nobody had it just nobody was yeah, i think so everybody's just giving me shit for the gamecube and now it's funny that now it's become such a thing like now it's become a thing that's sought after like people finally figured it out but i love the game so my- the people that are, that are talking about it now are, are largely the people who grew up with it who probably thought it was awesome when they were you know five or six yep. now they're just you know 30 so that yeah, that's what that is. Are you, are you trying to say that the GameCube is not awesome? Because if you are, you're no, in, not, you're incredibly you're incredibly wrong. Because no, the GameCube the GameCube is that, awesome. Because I was 21 when I played it, and I still thought it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, well, me too. I yeah, I, I got mine when I was 19 or whatever the year, whatever I, however old I was in 2001. But I'm saying that the people who who are professing their love for it now are probably a generation that actually professed their love for it back then, but they were just five years old. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I'm sure some of the people, people I'm sure some of the people were older, though. Like, you make it sound like only kids would like no, GameCubes because no, no. they were dumb when they were five. I mean, I'm one of the people who was older. It's like, so it's like, it's like you said true. about uh, Super Mario Brothers, uh, of whatever, of Mario Sunshine, where, like you said, only Okay, let me say like this, and this is a thought I had when I've been seeing people not really roast it, they're kind of ironically roasting it in the sense that, you know, contextually, it was the system that people got dogged on for caring yeah. about. Oh, yeah. It happened It happened to Jeremy and thing. I together one time. Here's the thing <laughs> I kind of thought of. The Nintendo tax. It's always existed, and it existed on the Wii U. It existed on the GameCube. It existed on the Wii. It was like you had to buy these weird-ass systems that Nintendo came up with. To keep playing the most amazing games there are, the most the best first party games, you know. We're a Nintendo podcast. I don't think it's gonna be surprising anyone. My opinion is that Nintendo makes the best first party games in general. And uh you had to pay the Nintendo tax, which is you had to buy whatever their gimmicky system. You had to buy it in was. their version, yeah, right. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And I think the GameCube, as far as Nintendo systems go, it was the last you know, we've mentioned this before on the show as well, but it was the last one that was like on the same yeah it's the last one where they tried to compete on a graphical level yeah Mm -hmm. and i I mean i to where third-party titles could be ported across the board for the most part even though you did still have to cut things out because of the smaller discs that was the way that they kind of shot themselves in the foot but you know right in fact it was more capable than ps2 less capable than the xbox i think in some regards because of like ram or whatever pretty close yeah well yeah probably microsoft knew how to make gaming pcs Mm. Right, and it had a physical hard drive on it. Um, 
I mean, that was the thing. Like you look at it in certain ways, what you can, you can look at it from a lot of perspectives, but ultimately you're like, I had to have that. If I wanted to play Nintendo, I had to have that. Like I couldn't stay current with my Nintendo fandom. If I didn't buy the GameCube, if I didn't buy the Wii U, if I didn't buy, you know, like that's just how it works. The GameCube was, I mean, the GameCube is still one of my favorite systems of all time. Like it's, as far cool, as same. aside from, I mean, I really like the Switch a lot, obviously, because it has a million games on it. But as far as retro consoles games, Super Nintendo and GameCube are like, are those are probably doesn't my, have a handle. Are like my two favorite systems, I think, because because GameCube was the very beginning of CD games for me. I guess you know it was the answer to the sixty four, where all the stuff that I couldn't get on the sixty four came to me on the GameCube. So I felt like it was. It was Nintendo apologizing to me for staying with with for staying with the cartridges for too long. That's kind of what I, what I went to it. But also, we talk about but it. Also, but kind of being like "fuck you" because yeah, sure, these are DVDs, but they're small, so you can't watch movies on our console. Yeah, well, I mean, there's that. There was the Panasonic Q and all that, which I don't think anybody actually owned. But Japan exclusive. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's but yeah, I, I, lo- I love GameCube. It's a it's a great thing, and I like that I it's too. I like that it's sought after now. I think people just didn't realize it at the time because they wanted, I don't know, gritty, boring ass, realistic looking games. And they didn't want fucking super monkey ball. And like all these great games that were on the, Switch, on the uh, GameCube. So I feel like they just came around to it. They're like, Oh wait, there were all these amazing games on GameCube, but since it didn't have as much of a market share as the other two, they're harder to find. So that's why everything's where, you know, it's cost more and all that. Now I think that's where we're at. So it also had the amazing Game Boy player. I think that was like, a strong suit for the GameCube. Yeah, the game, the Game Boy uh, player. The first wire, like the first truly wireless next generation controller, was the Wavebird. That is an incredible <laughs> controller, even now. Like I love it so much. Yeah, the the bird. Because the shape great. of the controller, the GameCube controller, is like perfection. Yes, and people still play with it on on Smash, and people still mm-hmm. profess that this is probably the greatest game controller ever. It is a very, <laughs> it's a very strange controller. I'll give it that. It it does. It's not my favorite because of the D-pad, like how much the D-pad was nerfed for it. That's mm. that's a big problem because it is everything else is but good. But it's though. so comfortable like to hold it. But it works good it for it feels like it melts in your hand. It works good for 3D stuff, but not for anything that requires a D-pad. Mm. Which sucks, which is why you have to buy the Hori pad which like I was, did, which was Super Nintendo It was pads. definitely definitely inspired by the Virtual Boy controller, which is kind of interesting as well. Yep, true. Sure. But yeah, uh, we love we love GameCube. GameCube. Yeah, and it's a. I mean, this is a GameCube was a big system for. I mean, it's how John and I met each other over the GameCube and mm-hmm. Resident Evil remake and and Jeremy and I we played a lot of GameCube games too. Like we played and we had like Mario. We have a lot of cool s- stories like uh, involving the GameCube, including getting it. Yeah, yeah. Where we drove around acquiring the GameCube to find was, the GameCube. It was yeah. its own adventure. Yeah, yeah. And we did a whole episode on GameCube, which I'd like to return to for. Uh, a Patreon episode at some point, but now that John has all these it. all these shelves and stuff, you can break out your GameCube and actually play it. Because yep. I wanted to do a revised top five GameCube games, like for each of us. After like you know, but you'll have to play replay some of the stuff that you like. Even though that's another thing too, I'd like to just replay replay stuff that we said we really love. But I think we're I think we're at time here, so uh, we have to mention know. one. Let, can we mention one thing real quick? Okay, it's very important. This is don't yeah. Go for it. Delta Rune Chapter Two announced on the sixth anniversary of Undertale. Out by the time you hear this podcast, Delta Rune Chapter Two will be out. So oh, I didn't even know about that. Fuck yeah, yeah. Delta Rune Chapter Two out by the time you hear this podcast. Go get it. Wow. It lets you continue your save file. If you didn't finish the first one, you can start it 
you can still play it. You don't need to to have the save to to play chapter two. But oh my god, I don't know if it's free yet. I'll say, is it I, free I like one was? Because yeah, one was free, and I I, I like I like this one. is a fucking yeah. this is guy is a lot like Toby Fox is a lot like uh, uh you know the, I can't remember his name, but you know a uh, concerned ape that did Stardew Valley. This is somebody that has literally put their life into making this game. Like this is this is their this is their lifeblood presented to you. Play Deltarune Chapter Two, please, if you have any love for Undertale. Celebrated its sixteenth or sixth anniversary today, not sixteenth. <laughs> sixth anniversary, Undertale, the first Nintendo game I talked about on the podcast. Gushed about it, still love it. Got to play Delta Rune too. We don't have to get too much into it, but this was literally announced about an hour before we start recording. I mean, that's that's cool though. I mean, I will play it. It's like, man, I I, I guess I didn't need to get Eastward because uh, Delta Rune Two is coming out, and it's kind of the same sort of game. I guess not, but also yes. Sort of same thing. But yeah, check that out. Delta Rune 2. It'll be out. Hopefully it's free. If not, it'll only be a couple bucks, so it'll be totally worth it. But send that person some money. Toby Fox. And also send us some money at patreon.com slash Podcast. That's where you can go to hear our bonus episodes. And if you give us a dollar, you can vote on our on our on off of our debate episode where we talked about which 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 uh, year is the best. And there'll be like a preview on here as well. I haven't posted it yet, but between 86, 91 and 2002. And as of right now, 2002 is winning. So get on there and help it win more. So there you go. Also, you can find us on twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. I'll stream sometime. Uh, YouTube.com slash Nintendo main podcast. Look at the trays retro revival stuff on there. You can watch my old Metroid shit that I put on there. And that's uh that's where you can find us. You can also find us on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain and at JMAX stack for Jeremy. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Rukowski. John Litter. And uh, thanks for listening. See you later. somebody singing that song are you like tell the lady you know think about a time that you were cruising but like really really cruising <laughs>